this was ours. We ruled this land. We owned the night. Everybody and welcome to Core. This is Core for June 9th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And today is the day we do a show on Thursdays. We do it live too for people who are like, hey, I want to be there and hang out and be in the chat and say stuff. You can do that every Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Bow time. <laughs> BT. <laughs> BT? We'll call it BT. Why not? Why does it have to be ET? It could be BT. You know? That's the droid in that Star Wars game. Oh. Or no, that's the robot in the shooting game. Oh, Titanfall. wait. Titanfall. Is it? Two. Oh, Isn't it? wait. Oh, BT. Titanfall. T- yes, BT something. Two. BT2? BT. Maybe it's just BT. I don't know number. I just doesn't B- he always call him BT? Yeah, I think Isn't you're right. the actor uh, BT Simmons? No, that's JK. Yep. Oh. Which he is also short for better. Just Kidding Simmons is what he goes by. <laughs> It's a terrible joke. All right. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We had a big presentation today that we we're supposed to cover. We got other stuff. It's sort of fake E3 uh, month and week and time because uh, there is no real E3. So we have to do a bunch of fake ones and we're going to talk about them. So sit back and enjoy. Games Fest. Summer Games Fest. Jeff Keeley's little joint. One of them. He does the Game Awards as well. Uh, happened. And the reason you know that it was Jeff Keeley is because everybody that came on stage couldn't stop talking about how much they love Jeff Keeley. Yeah. They love him. They really do. They just love him. They owe him money. They owe him money. And they aren't ready to pay up yet. So yeah. they're just saying what a nice guy he is. Yeah. I did. So was- the Rock didn't owe him any money. He didn't <laughs> no. see The Rock being like, Jeff Keeley, you're great. <laughs> yeah, no, instead Rock you saw had the- more of a like, I am showing up for this shit attitude. Like He was in the middle of working out. You could tell. He's in his home gym. And... You could tell that this is about the only time he's ever going to do anything like this is in between workouts. And he looks at the camera and he talks about 12 things that he wants to promote, including his freaking energy drink, whatever it's called. The uh, whatever it's called. I don't know the name of it. Zoe or something like he that. He kept holding it up and saying, you should have this and drink this. And then, and then he talked about being in Black Adam and they showed a trailer for it. And then briefly, there was something about a video game. He's the foundation. I don't remember what that was. He's in Fortnite. He, there was a there was a rock Fortnite event. That's and what it was. He, he's working on other things with Epic, but they didn't actually show anything. Oh. As far as I know, I skipped through a lot of it. I was like, blah 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 blah. It's a very odd thing. I thought just the, the whole thing was struck me as weird having him do that. But whatever, you know, you got to pay the bills. Keely can't do this for free. Uh, you know, you do. I, I, just, do I actually choose to believe that he was. This wasn't enough important enough for him to stop working out and make a formal he's like game awards yeah okay i can do it between reps okay here we go and just let it rip he even said keep on gaming at the end and i went oh yeah that's what we say to each other (laughs) (laughs) when this show ends every week yeah it's true whenever we get up when we were done playing v rising before you logged off i was like keep on gaming keep on gaming and i'm like yeah yeah, keep on gaming gaming, guys i gotta go to bed just keep on gaming and while you are drink my drink i'm gonna choose to believe that he was completely naked through this entire video he could have been he didn't show he's like that guy in lethal weapon he does his morning workout yeah, just completely nude. Mm. And they were like, hey, Rock, you got to do the Jeff Keeley thing. He's like, all right, waist up. We'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it looked 
like it was his house, like his own personal gym. So he would be totally fine working out naked. I never oh, did yeah. that. I just I wonder if fine. that's a good thing or not. He's got a little like six year old, so I don't know if he wants to be naked around <clears> all that. But but he's uh, he only showed himself shoulders up. He's definitely shirtless in there and kept you talking know, about how hot, sweaty, and stinky it was in there. So some dads are you know like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, my well, I shouldn't say this on the show. But Do I it. Knew Your dad did. Oh. But not a friend of mine. It was just it was, it was a family where the dad was notorious for just hanging around the house naked. Like the kids knew it, and, and all that. And, you know, it wasn't that he was. I mean, maybe he was pervy. I don't know. He was a nice guy, played instruments, but he was just a nudist, uh, pretty much. Like just constantly naked. I assume this is how Flea lives. Thing. Like they probably had to make Flea put clothes on to be on Kenobi episode one. Yeah, like like a red hot chili pepper. Like you're like, why do those guys yeah. like hanging around underwear? The secret is they like to have nothing, but they cannot appear on television without yeah. something. So yeah. hence the underwear. They're like kids. Yeah. Kids don't want to be dressed either. They want to run around naked and hit stuff yeah, with sticks. Absolutely. And some of them don't change. I, I get that. Maybe the Rock right. is just a great big kid, and his sticks are barbells and energy drinks. I don't know. But he was definitely in there. They showed a bunch of games, and um, some of it we didn't know about. A lot of it we did. They even tempered, Jeff Keeley himself tempered expectations a couple of days ago by saying, look, we're going to talk about a ton of stuff. Um, most of it you already know about, but we're going to talk more about stuff you know about. So I just thought, well, this will be nothing but existing IP slash games that were previously announced. We might get extra trailers or maybe a devil come on stage and talk about it or something but there wouldn't be much new. And it turns out there were a couple of big new things. The one I care the most about, I'm going to jump straight to because I'm selfish that way. And it's a sequel to a game that came out in 1992, a game which I uh, stood in line at a software, et cetera, for three hours to get. So they would open up. I got there at 6 a.m. and waited until they opened to get it, even though there wasn't like a rush on it or anything, but I wanted it so bad. Uh, Back then, it would have been the Sega Genesis version of this game. But um, the game is Flashback 2. Didn't see this coming. Hadn't heard a thing about it. No idea it was in development. As soon as I saw some of the visuals before, they they don't announce it until the very end of the trailer. But as soon as I saw it, I went, wait a minute. Something's familiar here. What is this? And it was obviously new engine, but still kind of side-scrolly. It just had a vibe. And I went, if that's Flashback, I'm going to shit myself, I I said on the stream. And it's flashback two. Good thing it wasn't just flashback or I would have had to have shit myself. So I kind of got away with this a loophole. Um, but anyway. Uh, and as we've established in the pre-show, that's a number two. That's a number two. Colorado yeah. Avalanche. Yeah, not a number. And that's not, I mean, listen, our pre-show today was pretty great. We'll probably have to animate tight, that tight, whole tight. thing. Yeah, it was real good. Tuco so, would say it was tight, tight, tight. Yeah, Tuco would always say that. But anyway, a Tuco, take a Tuco. That's the other use. <laughs> Um, a tight, tight Tuco. Anyway, so we, uh, I see this, this news about flashback too. They give really no other information other than a, than a trailer, but I'm, I'm so excited. I love that game. To me, that's one of the greatest tonal experiences in video games ever that I ever had. And I'm sure if I went back to it now, I'd be like, well, we've come a long way and certainly we have, but, um, yeah, long awaited sequel 30 years ago. 30 years. I'm I'm curious about because part of what made flashback so crazy back in the day was uh, it was was all what was it rotoscoping that they did to do the the animation and all of that. Mm -hmm. So it had this fidelity and this fluidity of movement that seemed like years ahead of other things that were coming out at the time. But 
I guess what I'm wondering is with flashback too, obviously that sort of thing isn't a novelty anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of hard to tell what the game's going to look like because they decided that the trailer should be projected onto other things that make it hard to see. Right. What it looks like. <laughs> but um, looking at it, it looks like they're trying to very much adhere to that look, but with more, uh, you know, better graphics around it. Mm-hmm. And, I am curious, like, does does that novelty carry over where now it is almost somewhat comical and it actually looks more artificial now? Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, that was like realism. It's like this guy moves like a person. Mm -hmm. Now you look at it and you go, this this guy moves like a robot person. (laughs) Like (laughs) something's up. Yeah. Um, So I am curious what they do with it to kind of modernize it to to make it exciting like was the gameplay in flashback pretty pretty stellar too or was it, it, it just was, about the graphics it was good it but it had a kind of weird rhythm to it that's hard to explain um i don't even know how to explain it now it, uh, not i won't call it stilted which is the concern right that this that kind of stop and pop kind of movements would maybe suck today i mean it, you've all played the original uh, Prince of Persia. So you know what that kind yeah. of thing feels like. It's that. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm that imagining it's going to be like shadow complex, right? Yeah, maybe. And then in terms of like movement and speed though, that's the question. It's a much more methodic, slow game, the original game. And so it's just so impossibly hard to tell from that trailer, what that's going to play like. Like I kind of hate that that is so hard to, so hard to see. They make it hard to see. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that's that's a, always a worrying thing. It's like we're gonna launch this game thirty years later. It's so exciting. Let's make it. Let's conceal it. Mm-hmm. Let's project but, it on someone's body like it's a James Bond opening. It'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah, they yeah. they they like yeah. to do that, and it's unfortunate because I think that deserved a little bit more of a look. I will definitely have my eyes open for that coming up though, because I'm I want that to be amazing. But John makes a good point. You know, if it's if it's stuck in that kind of, well, it's not really flashback unless he's kind of slow and, you know, his spacing on the ground is sort of predetermined. So, you know, there's, that's the way you could kind of do things in that game. You knew that there were like 10 steps from this, from point A to point B. And it actually was helpful to know roughly what a, what a unit of step was for the character, because sometimes you would have to run, uh, crouch, grab a thing and then run the other direction and it helped to know that there were only those many step units and there was no weird variation. Modern games are all over the place with movement. It's not locked in like that. Because of the Joy-Cons, you have graduated response, right? Like you can tilt Sure, it. Sure, you yeah. Know, oh, there's tilting. Game. There's like, you know, even just a, you know, just regular old analog control stick is just nothing like we had back then. So I don't know. There's I have a lot of questions about it, but I'm I'm just beyond excited. I hope they can nail it. Uh, cause I'm a, just a, uh, I'm a huge fan of that stuff. So that was great. So that easily like overshadowed everything else. Most of the stuff that we knew about, uh, I'm skipping some of that in today's news, but we didn't know about aliens, dark descent, which is a, what? What's a, a this? thing about aliens darkly descending. Oh, great. Yeah. I yeah. love aliens and I like when they, uh, come down darkly. Yeah. It's, uh, here's what we know. Actually, we don't know much. They didn't say much about the game at all. Um, cinematic trailer, you know, it's basically like an aliens movie. And I knew it was aliens. The minute I heard boop, 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 boop. You know, you hear the little thing tracker deal. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Marines all look like space Marines. Like it was clear they were doing something there at first. I was like, 
oh, are we, uh, hey, <laughs> are we getting a, um, what do you call it? I can't, I can't think of the word. Uh, are, we, are we getting an isolation sequel? Because isolation is highly regarded. People really like Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Um, we don't even know if it's a shooter. We know you shoot stuff, you know, but it, it's it, a twin stick shooter, four players, like squad, like hell divers. Is it? it mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit, there's like two seconds of footage cause I stopped it. Yeah. They, they show like two seconds of gameplay footage right at the end of the trailer. It's a, and I think I looked it up somewhere too. It's a squad based, you know, four player co-op twin stick shooter game. Okay. Top down. Is and so the, I'm like. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. Is this the new trend for video game trailers? It's like the visual, like video medium of magazine ads. It's like, here's something that has nothing to do with anything and two screenshots you can see down in the little corners of the magazine. Yeah, I mean, it's not a new trend. Blizzard's been doing it forever. They have this sweet sweet computer graphic trailer and no no gameplay. It's normal. Yeah, for them it is. Also, apparently for Frost Giant, it is also normal. Um, Well, I'm just saying like, so I didn't get to watch this uh for anybody that's watching the video i've got a bunch of boxes behind me i just moved into a new house so i don't i i haven't had time to really play much or watch much but seeing reactions on twitter and things like that i heard a lot of people just being like well that was a nothing trailer that was nothing they didn't show anything and so far scott's talked about one game where they decided the gameplay would be best shown reflected on 3d surfaces so you can't see a goddamn thing and then aliens where they're like let's do a movie but if you pause really carefully you can make out where the video game is somewhere in this yeah and uh you know i just feel like what are you guys doing yeah the end of the game the end of the game or the end of the trailer there is a brief moment of what looks like three quarter top down I suspect I suppose that's probably what everyone's referring to and probably what the game is itself. Um, the actor playing the trailer voice. I know this guy. You guys need to help me figure this out. I'm going to play this voice. Okay. Play. Let's see if we can all together. We can figure out who this is. And I haven't looked further than this. So, so anyway, just see if you can hear it like, like I did. Okay. We got it. We got some intro here a little bit of noise. Okay. 20th century games. Here we go. Sergeant Leo Alvarez of the CM Leth Recon Squad. Our mission was to enter the Tantalus base, locate the commsat relay, and bring it back online. We found the relay, but there was a problem. How do I know that voice? I don't know. It does sound familiar, though. Oh, can my we, gosh. Uh, can we IMDB this person? Drives me freaking crazy. I've looked for it. I couldn't find it. Um, if someone sees it, let me know because I'm actually like legit curious who that is because I, I think that's interesting. Uh, but anyway, long story short, that is probably a game I'll play because I a, love Alien and Aliens and a, all things Alien. Uh, and B, I like twin stick shooters. So what Bo told me there actually helps me. That actually improves my. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's not mouse and keyboard style I'm because su- it's for console, right? You see the top down. Yep. I'm sure you're going to point. I'm sure you know what this looks like. Mm. This looks like the ascent was a successful game. Let's make an alien game that way. Yeah, that's what that looks yeah. like. Yeah, hopefully better because the ascent had some problems. Yeah, the ascent was uh, so much potential. I know. I agree. Multiplayer was jank, and and oh, but the environments were beautiful. <clears throat> Disco biscuit oh nine in the chat says, "Did Scott like Fire Team Elite?" I did. Um, no one else did, so I didn't have anyone to play with, and that game is only really fun with friends. So I kind of popped off of it, but I, I, I like alien stuff. 
It didn't hit my radar. I mean, if I'm going to play Fire Team, I would rather just play Vermintide or Dwarf Game. I want to get back to those. Yeah, that kind of that's kind of how I felt. Or that's this sort of, that's sort of where it falls for me. Not Riptide, but wrong what was it? What's the new one? Dark Tide. Dark Riptide, Tide, which they showed some more of. They're start, it's starting to get hot and heavy with the. Oh yeah. We had uh, uh, somebody named Morgan on Twitter shared with us uh, somebody saying, "So I played Warhammer 40k Dark Tide yesterday, and let me tell you, it's." effing cool i'll bet can't say any more yet but looking to do some impressions next week so uh hey one person telling you that's awesome yeah no that's great so morgan told you that retweet from skill up which is uh oh i don't know somebody so it's a youtube channel i think yeah skill up there you go the get good is what that is they they played dark tide we didn't get to it's uh will yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Dark Tide is totally my jam. I can't wait. I can't wait to play with you guys. It looked great. I love all the talk. Like we got to get in there, and get the orcs out before time really evolve it. Like all that talk, all this, all this dirty, dirty, rotten, scoundrel level, street level, forty k. These aren't, these aren't freaking space aren't, marines. Yeah, yeah, these are dirty, disgusting, fromunda cheese looking bastards. Fromunda? What am I saying? Necrom? No, it works. Necromunda no, is good. But from isn't there Necromunda? I come from or? a land from Munda. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's I, mean, the name? I, I bought there, I, I sounded like you knew what you're talking about. I was like, oh, this must be a, a group. And but there's a I thing. will believe literally anything anybody tells me about Warhammer lore, and I'll just believe it. You could you could be like, you know, there's a clan called the Sandwich Principle, and they're uh, very strong. <laughs> and I'm just like, what do they do? Yeah. And then the Inqu- Inquisitor uh, Crusinot uh, came out and. Uh, um, yeah, uh, pointed his boobies nice. west, and that's all we need to know. Yeah, there's the. It's, it's all very believable. It's all believable. I, I just really, really, I thought that looked great. It looked dark. It looked gritty. It looked like vermintide in the right ways. Like I'm super, super stoked. So no, no. Oh, I couldn't tell if there's any um chain, chain swords are in it too. Yes, chain swords, bolters, all the fun stuff. I didn't hear any salt spire sounding dude, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I think that's we got. We can't. Salt Spire is a high watermark in gaming. You can't hold that's a stand it's an impossible standard for a game to even the company to duplicate again. I agree. Yeah, you don't try it again, you just let the people playing it pretend to be him, and now you have four wannabe salt spires in every match. That's true. Oh, Necromunda. That's the that's an actual city. That's what I was thinking of. Not Fromunda. That's a reference to your chode or something. <laughs> anyway. Uh so there's that. Uh what else? Oh, uh they showed like a million dead space looking games. I don't know what's going on. This is the year of Dead Space. I guess 2023 will be the year of Dead Space-ass video gaming. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's I fun. wonder if it's... Yeah, it, there's something in the air about that. It's weird, but... Isn't it? It's a little weird. Like, some of these I, are old. Routine, the one that's about crazed so, robots, that one's old, like 10 years old, and it's just now, you know, surfacing. But these others, like Callisto Protocol, you know, it's literally the dude and and some of his team from... Dead Space. Yeah. We have a Dead Space it's, remake. It's Dead Space Four. Yeah, like yeah. you watch it, you're like Dead Space Four, and then EA's making Dead Space remake, which is not part of the show. That's nope. also coming. Yep. Um, Dead Fort Space Solace. remake. You got Dead Space Four called Callisto Protocol. Yeah, and then I think Fort Solace is so following that game following Callisto Protocol was like I'd be so mad. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Like, and Troy Baker and I guess Roger Avery, these voice actors are really heavily involved in it. They were up there talking to Jeff. Yeah. I don't know if that game is survival horror in the same way. It seems story-ish. 
Yeah, I think just, the trailer just made it look that way, but I'd still be so mad because the Callisto Protocol just rocked it. You know, if you were to compare the two graphically and for scare, like at one point in Callisto Protocol, he backed up into a turbine and got sucked in, and it showed his body getting chewed up. Which oh, it's amazing in real life. Yeah, like, it's like it's nothing so, I've ever seen. And then you know, <laughs> Fort Solace or whatever. It's like. He's walking up a staircase and there's a door. The door has a control panel. <laughs> You're like, whoa, control panel. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, clearly, it. I think Fort Solace, I think, is supposed to be like a story experience from what I gather. Well, he even, Baker on stage said that he was presented to him as Dead Space meets Moon, like the, the Duncan Jones movie Moon. Yeah. And, um, that tells me that Bo's right, that it'll be a lot more sort of story-based stuff. But he did say Dead Space, so maybe there's some weird, you know, mutant bullshit going on. Who knows? I don't know. But I, I mean, it, hopefully it's not the one. some surprises. Dead Space, like, that, this is his fourth uh, time, Glenn Schofield's, you know, heading up a t- team making a game like this. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's a team with a lot of lessons, and they're making games in the same genre. So I think this is going to be a, you know, if you like survival horror particularly space isolation mm-hmm. then this is going to be a great I, i'm playing this for sure oh yeah hell yeah this yeah. the the callista flockhart experience wait what's it called again yeah. the callisto Protocol. yeah that's the only it's the only blemish so far as i think the title's so stupid yeah it's hard yeah, for the me title to isn't it. good it's hard to remember and also because uh every time you watch it you're just like oh a new dead space yeah. And then you feel betrayed whenever the title pops up. You're like, this isn't what I was shown. Yeah. What's that Dead Space knockoff you were playing for Just, a while? Dead Effect. Oh, Dead, Dead Effect. Effect. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They should have come up with something like that, like like Unliving Space or something. <laughs> <laughs> Undead Space. I don't know. I like the Callista Flockhart experience. That's what I'm going to call it. It's all right. It's all right. It's not that bad. I just don't, I don't know. I like titles, especially to me, Dead Space is... It's like a Doom or a Wolfenstein as a franchise holder. Like you say a dead or Dark Souls. Like you say Dead Space and you immediately conjure up a, a very specific meaning. Yeah. Space, survival horror, neat weapons, um, no UI or HUD. Something it's on your back there. that just tells yeah. you how, how half dead you are and junk like that. Yeah. 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 This is a little smaller. He's just got a little strip over his neck. Like a little. Yeah. Uh, they always bar. put it in places where it's so easy to see. But at least in the case of like. A prisoner, I guess maybe it makes a little bit more sense that guards would need to, I mean, in this world, I guess they care, uh, know how well the prisoners are doing Uh and be able to see like, oh, that guy's like half yellow. What's going on with him? Mm. But uh, like, it always seemed weird to me. Like, it's such a cool thing to like hide the UI. Like, I like the I like the conceit, but they always put them in places where the person couldn't possibly see it. They don't want to know. Maybe you don't want to know how healthy you are. You know, you get hurt. You're like, am I going to make it? And they're like looking at your back tube and it's flashing red real rapidly. And they're like, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Oh, that's good. good. That's a a relief for me. Yeah, everywhere you go, you're going to be like, am I okay? What's going on back here? (laughs) You're like 75%. You're fine. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I was worried for a second. You just hear a high pitch beep. It is a little, it's a funny conceit. Yeah. It's a funny conceit that we're expected to sort of swallow and it's fine. I like, I like the no HUD, the the whole like effort to make the game more. I I think the assumption is because they also have a hand controller that the user would also see it on a hand readout. Oh Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the one I'm actually kind of interested in, despite the fact that it, you know, maybe is a less than with Callisto protocol around the third Callisto protocol, uh, is routine. This game was announced 10 years ago and then just disappeared off the map. And then 
it's now happening and coming out. I didn't know much about it then, but I'd know enough now to know that this is basically dead space, but the stuff you're after, the stuff that's after you are crazed robots and technology. And if that routine can be done right, from like a subroutine, right? Yeah. I'm into that. Like I yeah. really like the idea of the machines losing their shit. And some of that comes from alien. I like, you know, the synthetics going and ter- Terminator. Yeah. Terminator. Well, that's a great what example. made uh, system shock Two So good was you got, you got all of it. You got like a biological component, but then you also had a rogue AI that reprogrammed the whole space station. So you also got all the robots I mean, Scott, we always make fun of your reactions to video games, but there was a video game uh, when I played System Shock 2. There was a moment I crouched in a corner and as a player physically went, I can't play this. anymore. (laughs) I can't play this anymore. I can't because it was uh, the idea was that they had reprogrammed the like helper bots, like Mm -hmm. your protocol droids uh, to basically just walk up and explode if they found you. And you could hear him talking. So I was just in this warehouse and just throughout the warehouse, you just heard voices going, please come and assist me. I, I, I need to find you. And like just hearing him walking and I just couldn't handle the, the stress. Yeah. I, I love was System this? Shock 2. Oh, uh, that, that game is phenomenal. I love space horror. Like, I agree. It's weird that everybody is kind of doing this right now, but. It's a genre I'm really into. Yeah, yeah I'm not mad about it either. I'm like, there's, yeah, there's worse things in the world. This is, it's a okay with me. Yeah, you know? I think I, I, probably, I think I'm cool you know, with it too. Play all of them, but yeah. there's some of the like routine looks like it scare the shit out of me. I don't think I can do it. Um, I think I could probably. Callisto Protocol feels like we're all going to be playing it, so I'm probably just going to need to play it. But none of them are making me feel good about it. You know what I mean? Like they all look scary <laughs> as hell. And they showed some other scary games. It was a lot of horror games at this event. Like just in general, they had the fear, deepening fear, whatever the hell that's called. The, I oh, the name. there's a f- layers of fear, layers of fear, which we knew about before, but they showed more. It looked crazy. It's um, a weird title. Like, you know, it is weird. Well, they're Polish and I'm not saying Polish are weird. I'm saying their titles oh, might just be the translation. What yeah. <laughs> what? The Polish aren't weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Poland, they're great. They got cool developers and all that stuff. But there were so many of these games that were just like scary games and i didn't expect that i don't know why i just didn't and they're all coming together it's like the year that everybody had a bow and you remember that it was like here's laura croft using a bow and here's here's the first uh not forbidden west but the other one uh new horizon zero dawn she's got a bow and every game had a bow and then this next year i feel like every game's got a space horror game twist Mm. in it so anyway, there's that. I guess we see like the, the decisions made to chase trends and then years go by and then you're like, well, why is all this happening? I think you got to look back three or four years ago. Maybe they all identified, hey, there's no space survival horror. Mm-hmm. So they got to work and now they're all in. Now they, yeah, now they all do. I think you're probably right. Uh, the Games Fest was a place they decided to show way more of the new Call of Duty. Now hear me out. I'm not saying I want it or care about it that much because I don't really uh call of duty and i have you know sort of parted ways in terms of whatever but i will say uh really impressed with this new engine they're putting everything in now um and this is new they've unified their engines across Warzone and the main games uh in this case modern warfare 2 uh all your boys are back including a couple of new ones but you got ghost and uh what's his name pickle not pickle uh who's mustache soap. guy soaps in oh, there price price yeah. soap ghost 
Alejandro. <laughs> I, want, I want one of these guys to be called. Pickles. <laughs> I don't remember his name. They all have Pickles dude bro great, stuff. Pickle's a great name for a soldier. So they brought them all together, and this I've that's some of the best uh, voice matching, talking, lip syncing stuff I've seen in mocap. It looked really nice. Uh, the lighting's insane as usual. I mean, this is it's a you know new gen thing, so of course it looks good. Um, but what impressed me was that water in the boats is dynamic, so it's not predetermined. Your boat could get jerked left or right depending on what you're doing at any given time compared to another player. Um, you know, Wave Race style is an is the only example I can think of. Ah, uh, Wave Race sixty. Wave Race was so wow. good. Um, so you'd have some emergent possibilities there. Also, there's a scene on the deck where all of the containers on this container ship are shifting all over the place because of the storm. And that's really new. Like just cover moving, whether you want it to or not, is really a trip. So there's there's some neat stuff going on here. I, I think I'll probably play this campaign because I want to play that story. And I think price is great. And I like soap. And I don't know, those guys are all great. This is the up res of the original Modern Warfare 2, right? So it's that story again. No, totally or new thing. Different? New oh, campaign. All of it. Yeah. They're reimagining everything. So that first. Well, that's good because i was gonna say like uh, you know modern warfare 2 was okay but i remember it being incredibly short and it had a cliffhanger ending oh yeah no totally different uh story and all of it same with see the 2019 one was modern warfare that was a reimagining too that was not the same story totally different story oh, okay uh also pretty good pretty damn good but um yeah this is as far as my interest goes really i don't really i mean the multiplayer i'm sure is just like it always is the the Warzone 2.0 stuff is just this engine, but Warzone stuff. Some people are mad because they said current Warzone people will be able to stay in current Warzone, which is their big battle royale free to play thing. Uh, but if you want to play Warzone 2.0, it's new gear, new everything. It doesn't it doesn't move over. So if you were hoping for some, you know, continuity there, you're not going to get it. Uh, but yeah, it seems neat, and I would like to play this campaign. So count me in for now. For now, we'll see. And also, be not don't be 400 gigabytes or whatever the shit happened last time. That was so stupid. <laughs> don't have to download the entire thing to update. You're, you're showing the time. gameplay footage while we're talking. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so like graphics have gotten so good. It feels almost like I'm watching a simulate like a over the shoulder cam yeah. of an actual military operation, and it's it's kind of. It's, it's crazy. Kind of disgusting. <laughs> like it's, you know, it, just, it doesn't, I'm not like, oh, sweet military. I'm like, all those people had families and they're all dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I'm playing Doom, I'm killing hordes and demons and stuff. I don't give a shit about their family. But like, yeah. you know, this, it's just, there's like a guy whose gun is jammed. He's like sitting on the toilet. He gets up, you just shoot him. And it's like, oh, that's. Yeah, no, it's dark. I mean, I like that experience. Cur- I guess. Currently given the, you know, state of things with uh, the gun discussion in this country, but also just. I don't know, modern weaponry being what it is, it, it definitely hits different. Um, you I'm know. just saying, that, like, it still looks like a video game. And I know the difference between them both, but it's just, you know, there's no, you're not going to get any giant ogres or cool enemies. Like, it's no. all just, it's people fighting other people. It's just for dudes. Yeah. Rich people in their capitalist or imperialist power games. Yeah. It's dude bros. Just like, I, just dude so, bros. I just hate military shooters. So much. <laughs> I, know, I know you like it, but I just, I'm just like, see, this is both depressing. sounds like me, Scott. Yeah. You guys sound like each other. It's like borderline depressing that this game, like they make so much money and all like, anyways, it's fine. I'm not judging, but I know as I watch it, that's my reaction. Like, you know, this is so depressing. I know just what you mean. They're about to actually in 
this video, jump into this boat, and then go over to the other boat. And this is the water tech that impressed me. So from yeah, a technical standpoint, uh, it's it seems like a real step up for these guys. So we'll see. Again, I don't. I mean, I don't really care. It's another Call of Duty, but this one sure is pretty. Hey, man, they, they're successful for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you might hate them or meme on them or whatever, but they sell a lot. They've got good gameplay. and good. Yeah, Microsoft's about to own them, so that's cool. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. Haters going to hate. Yeah, Taylor Swift taught us all. Haters going to hate. Yeah. And also tried not to get diarrhea. All right, that's, she didn't say that. Diarrhea. All right, moving on. Let's move on to this one. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift had an Edmonton Oilers. After that. <laughs> she wrote so how do we feel about the Frost Giant? announcement because i was like that was my biggest bummer uh i thought they'd show something okay this isn't blizzard right they don't have all the i know this the the trailer was not hot i should say the name storm stormgate by the way is the name of the game yes i thought the trailer was fine it was just a trailer But i mean honest reaction you're not like holy you know this isn't legacy of the void uh this isn't you know it's 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 a indie studio, not indie, but a smaller studio branched off from X Blizzard devs from Team One. Yeah, they're making some kind of an RTS. I think we wanted to know more about the game, and we got zero of that information from this. Yeah, except we know there's a human mecha faction and a demon faction, mm-hmm. and that the animation was okay. You know, this 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 trailer did not blow my socks off in any way. So I just feel like I'm still waiting for news about the game, essentially. Yeah, we heard, we did learn from the dude on stage that it will be free to play, but he, he said this he out loud. He goes, there's no NFTs and no pay to win, whatever that, whatever that means. <laughs> well, um, the, the, the no pay to win part can be interpreted different ways. So, you know, we'll see. But yeah, Diablo Immortal is not pay to win. I mean, so many people defend that. Yeah, that uh, slot machine uh, all all the live long day. Yeah, but, the free to play means you got to make your money, and I don't know how these guys plan on doing it. They didn't get into those details, but uh, you know the pedigree here is strong, and there's a real chance for something rad. Um, I just was sad that we didn't get to see a game. I mean, we're getting some background lore, and that's I guess okay, but this just was Spaceman one hundred one stuff, and I don't really know. You know, ooh, I got the shield with the crystal in it. Sweet. Uh oh, a giant uh, on the show or on the stream. I called him um, Zergoblo because he looks like a Zerg and a Diablo guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, there is some derivativeness from it. Doesn't feel like its own thing. You know, like yeah, I don't know. But um, the one, uh, the most exciting thing was that their little robot buddy sounded like Probius, like a probe. He totally sounded like Probius. Yeah, I got a, I got a major. Uh, what's the word? Protoss vibe out of that and then when the mech showed up I went oh it's what's her name from Overwatch she's gonna peace sign and no it's like a Goliath or not a Goliath what's the name but there's the um the the transformer jets in uh Starcraft those are like diva though she looks a lot it's so it's too smooth like diva it looks like a diva skin you know sure which is fine I like diva diva's cool but it's game, just earlier when we were talking about, you know, cinematic trailers, you guys, uh, I mean, I think rightfully joked like, hey, John, Blizzard's been doing this for ages where they show a cool cinematic trailer and there's no gameplay in it. But the one thing Blizzard does do that I, I wish these former Blizzard devs would remember is that usually those cool cinematic trailers are followed by a gameplay trailer or at the very least a long talk where they go, this is what the game is. And here's the answers to the questions you might have. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just watched the trailer that you guys saw. And uh, I got to say, that's not that impressive to me. Like, 
if you're going to sell your game on purely a CGI trailer, it needs to stand a cut above everything else and not Uh, look like a watered down version of things that already exist. hmm. And I know for a lot of people, this isn't true. It is for me. Maybe I'm just an outlier on this, but when someone gets up and proudly proclaims we're free to play immediately, I check out. That is like, that is the equivalent right now of people going like, we're supported by NFTs. I'm like, Oh, I don't care then. Mm. Like it's the same thing when someone says our game's completely free to play. I'm like, Ooh, maybe I don't care. Uh, (laughs) So a lot of people interested, a lot of people did do gameplay on Twitter and like, posted about it like they were they invited people in in the community who yeah. responded favorably to it or at least tweeted favorably about it i agree though there's some because there's some gameplay screenshots on the steam page oh there um, are i didn't know that yeah so i mean it's top down it graphically looks really nice um but i i don't if it's an rts i think it is groups of units i don't think it's going to be a moba but maybe it is it's just still it is still hard to tell like john's comments still like absolutely stand like well they show gameplay they keep saying it's the future of rts so uh if the future of rts isn't mobas then it's whatever's after mobas because mobas already have the title future of rts's right i would say effectively i think if you're using the word rts you're invoking like you know, Greg Street made the astute point that all MOBAs are RTSs. It's just you have one unit. It's easier. It's more accessible yeah. rather than hundreds. Yeah. But that esoteric view aside, um, yeah, I think if you're invoking uh, future of RTSs, you're saying, look out, StarCraft. We're coming for you. Yeah, so. that's what I would think. And they, and these guys have what it takes. I do think these screenshots are beautiful. Holy crap. The art yeah, style the screenshots insane. look good. Like I, I, I just I don't think they have a cinematic team. So I, I probably fi- I think probably they still wanted to make out. a cool trailer, but mm-hmm. I think this is still going to be a cool game. They probably farm that out, and that's okay. They're you know this isn't Blizzard. They don't have the pockets, but they've got some yeah. investors, and they're doing okay. And I hope they do awesome. I really want to see what they do. Yeah. I, I, I guess do. I just wouldn't count them out based on this trailer. Although I think based on this trailer, I would count out a lot of games. <laughs> like. Like, it's not the best. Like, let's be honest. It's all right. It's, it, but it's okay. It, 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 yeah. I, if I'm thinking about, am I excited for something based on this? Like, this won't this won't do it if I don't already know what it is I'm looking at, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's a good way of putting it. I know they're making an RTS, so my view is biased or compromised in, if, in that sense. Because I'm like, yeah, maybe it's, I'm willing to accept it. But someone else might be like, huh? You know what's interesting? If I blow the logo up for Stormgate and I cut and yeah. I crop it just right, you could convince me that I'm looking at a cropped StarCraft logo because that font is pretty freaking close. <laughs> it's very, it's very StarCraft, that stuff. So that's fine. That's where they came from. Let them evoke some old stuff. It's fine. Let them be who they're going to be. Uh, and I, I will. We I'll, haven't had a new Star. When does StarCraft come out? It's been like 2010. You know? Yeah. So 12 years. Know, if, yeah. 2010, I guess. If, you, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, if you're not going to release new StarCraft content in any meaningful way, then you're, you know. Yeah. Like other other people can riff on you. It's like the same year we had three different survival horror games. Like, okay, it's been like a decade, Blizzard. You're not doing anything with it. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I always, I always remember this. The same couple of months, even in 2010, uh, StarCraft II was released and Civilization V was released. Since then, Civ Five had a million DLCs. 
and a new game and a million DLCs for six. <laughs> and a season pass. And a season pass. And all, we, <laughs> all we've gotten out of StarCraft is, uh, I guess we got three StarCrafts, but... You know, by the yeah, time three Starcrafts. <laughs> like by the time, if you play StarCraft two today, you have a whole lot of game to play. It's a okay, lot, right? and it's awesome. It's one of the greatest. I'm, I'm just, I'll say it. I think it's the greatest RTS ever made. I really do. Like it's mm-hmm. fundamentally top of the heap, but they just iterate so slowly that I don't know. I would like to see these guys pop out and go look at Stormgate. What do you think? And then have that work on free to play somehow. That I'm concerned yeah, about I that. Mean, I kind of hope they do because in theory, StarCraft Two is free to play now. Yeah, like you can log so. in and play arcade co-op commanders, and then they would sell. I, I would hope Stormgate would sell campaign packs and have campaign, and yeah. then PvP is a free to play ladder. Yeah, um, that's what I hope. I do too. I have so, high hopes. Um, I was playing StarCraft Two two weeks ago. It's great, but still highly playable game. Yeah. Co-op commanders is uh, one of the most fun things in a real-time strategy game I've ever done. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It is good. So, so good. I'd be, it'd be great to see this game equal that somehow. Not just copy it, but do something as cool. I, you know, like, I don't know. We don't know enough about this game. It just says yeah. casual, competitive PvP co-op modes and campaign. The future of RTS. That's all they'll say. So watch and, watch and see. A couple more quick things. I wanted to make a point uh, or a, a comment about Diablo because there's a lot of talk in the chat about it. Diablo Immortal, the campaign in Diablo Immortal, the story is not pay to win. That is just play to play it. Um, I messed around with that a bunch more this week. The game is, I mean, yeah, you can buy shit. What level, like a, what level are you at? Uh, level 30. Uh, well, on the current character, 38, 40, something like My that. My understanding is there's a ding desert somewhere. Like, well, there, because there will be after the story, games, it, right? It's a ding desert. Yeah, but after the, the mul- after the story, my understanding, and I could be wrong, but my understanding is after the single player experience, they put you in grind gear, PVP, PVE raid mode, and that's mm-hmm. where your desert comes from. Uh, I, I again, without firsthand experience, I don't know. So you have to tell us. But I think at some point during the campaign, you hit a ding desert. Oh, interesting. Pushing you, like oh. the games are designed to get you to that point where you're like, let me play more. Like how? Like there are like ten different zones. Are you sure you're close to finishing the game? Oh, no, I'm not close like, to finishing. No, but I'm, yeah, you're but, gonna hit a ding desert, like. They know what they're doing. I think you're, you will tell me if I'm wrong, but you're going to hit a point where you're like, oh, stuff's getting a little hard to kill. Like, well, that's my whole point is I just don't want to, I want to put this out in the ether that as harsh as we were on Diablo Immortal last week, and I think we were, you know, we were honest about our opinions and we said what we meant to say, and I, I don't take any of that back. But what I wanted to make clear was from every, from everybody I've talked to who has gotten that far, they don't talk about the ding desert until after. Like that okay. the campaign was meant right. to be, hey, here's your fun thing to play, play it. And then when you finish this story, off you go. And how you deal with that is up to your you and your wallet. And okay. I'm not saying that that is good. It's still kind of at that point, it's pretty predatory. But this, the stuff before that, you know, you could make the case that they they made a game you can play through. And when you're done, if you want to be, you can be done. But if you want to keep going and keep on that level hunt and that grind and that whatever, and then raid with your friends and be caught up with them, then you're going to start getting into that territory. I just so. think the discussion around Diablo Immortal is weird. I think it's gross. Cause like it, it sounds like people, I don't know. Have you ever known anybody? I, I called it Supermanning, but I think a lot of people have a different name for it. I think everybody has known a person like this where you, 
you go outside and you go, eh, it's a little hot today. And you have a friend that goes, it's not hot for me. Mm. And you're like, well, thank you for that contribution. That's very useful. I'm glad you're so strong and so powerful. Or, you know, it's chilly. You know, I'm not cold. Oh, man, I'm 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 just feeling tired today. I'm extra tired. I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> like they just feel the need to just throw an additional on top of anything you say. And the the conversation about Diablo Immortal feels like constant conversations with that person mm. where it's like <laughs> I made it this far. I didn't pay any money. Oh, yeah. Well, I made it this far. I didn't pay any money. Mm. I, I made it this far. I didn't pay any money. And it 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 just sounds like a bunch of people patting themselves on the back uh, for having willpower. Uh, and it's also a little gross because like when you think about the people that it is working against, not all those people are being taken advantage of voluntarily. And that's the part that gets a little iffy for me. Right. And I was thinking about it the other day and I said, you know, like if I had two sets of parties, right. And I invited 300 people to each set of parties. And I told a hundred people from each set, you're the designated drivers under no circumstances drink. Cause you got to get these other 200 people home. Like that's your responsibility. Sure. And at one party, I told them, Hey, within legal reasons, do everything you can to get everybody to drink. Mm. Do you think all 100 of those people would be walking away sober? Like, uh, no, absolutely not. They would not. People would give in to peer pressure. People would give in. I think the party where you, if you told another party, like, hey, whatever you do, make sure they don't drink, like actually go out of your way to prevent them. I still don't think a hundred of those people would succeed in being a good designated driver. It's the nature of people. So whenever somebody comes out and I, I said it last week and nobody got mad about it. So I'll double down on it with the stupid take of I didn't pay any money. Okay. Then you're not part of the problem. Mm. Like, congratulations we're not talking about i guess that's the message right kudos on you for thinking everything was about you congratulations (laughs) all right let me add let me add one thing to this i I agree completely i agree with that too i just want to add one tiny thing to this and that is that um (laughs) so (laughs) sorry you threw me a little bit because that made me laugh and i forgot what the frick i was gonna say um, I was going to say, oh, I was going to say this also scales horribly because what you just talked about with 100 people is hard. With yeah. 10 people, maybe you'll pull it off. With yeah. two, you can probably handle you and your friend, right? So these lower numbers totally can handle it. We're talking about, look, any given time right now, we are seven days of no COVID ever again. Seven days away from never having it again. How would that have to happen? Everybody isolates everywhere for seven days. At scale, it's an impossibility. We could have been done week one when it was discovered, but we can't do it. You can tell everybody to do it, but if they don't all do it, then COVID persists because it's highly infectious and jumps everywhere. If, How does all diseases work? Exactly. Work all like, diseases. We could kill them all. They all well, work not this all, way. We not all kill of them, them all guess, today by staying isolated. All infectious diseases work this way. You're absolutely right. And if we, if we had a way to do that at scale, it'd be gone. We'd never hear about it again. We'd be done with it. But because we can't do that, it never will. That's the mentality John's talking about, and he's 100% right. 100 people in that bar, there's no way all 100 go home sober. No way. Huh. Not and, a chance. And I'm not trying to tell people they can't go and enjoy Diablo Immortal. 
we wanted to talk about our opinions and, and our experiences last week. I didn't like the game. I didn't even get offered anything before I was like, I don't like the way this game plays and checked out. If people are enjoying it, you know what? Go out and enjoy it. But Blizzard doesn't need people like vehemently pushing their product. Their product is already taking advantage of some people. They don't need you on social media jumping into every conversation to pitch in about how you successfully avoided microtransactions. Like, play the game, enjoy it, and don't help Blizzard push it on other people. Like, they don't need it. They don't need your support. They don't need your love. Just yeah. crack sells itself, boys. Like, crack if you had a good time, say it's, say it's fine. So you had a yeah. good time. Like that's a fine discussion. If you want to tell me why you liked Diablo Immortal, I I really don't want to hear it. But I'm sure people want to hear it in general, and I just don't want to hear about how you avoided spending money. Mm. It's it's like people telling me how much poison they were able to consume without dying. It's like grats, I guess. Mm. Kudos, GG, well played. Like stop trying to play this weird game of one-upsmanship with each other. Just did you like the game? Yes or no? And Play it. if you're susceptible to those sorts of practices, avoid the hell out of the game because it it's it out to get you. Predatory right. things. Yeah, and if you're enjoying it, and you're not being predatory. Uh, you you don't fall for that stuff, and you're just playing it for the game, and you're getting all you want. Great, good job. Good no, job. I don't think good job. Because like, I think you're in. Uh, you're getting farmed for logins. It, like. The, the yeah, point, but if like, you're enjoying the game, it's just like you could say that about Heroes of the Storm or any other game. Like you, you, there's so, different levels of 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 monetization slash predatory behavior. But if you're somebody who's just like I like, let's say a casual drinker, you're going to go into a bar, you're going to have one or two, and you're going to leave, and that's just how it is, and you're not drawn to do anything more. And I agree that it's you know there's an there's an immoral thing happening on the far on the on the extreme end or the more extreme end, but. Right. I, I don't think it's fair to say to those casual it, it, drinkers, don't come drink. But I agree with John that I don't want to hear from those people going, well, I went to a bar and only drank two. Well, I yeah, went to a bar and only drank. Okay, great. You're not the problem. Like, I agree with that 100%. But I don't want to it, besmirch these people that want to have fun and just play. You know? No, you do, because that analogy breaks down at a certain point. There's another aspect here is that the minority, someone's paying for it. Like your free ride is not a free ride when you play this game. So you don't actually get to go in and say, I played this game for free. So I lucked out. I won. I'm smart. Someone's paying. Someone's footing the bill for your meal. Yeah. And those people that are footing your bill for your meal are getting taken advantage of. So I don't know if this is more of an American thing versus socialist Canada, socialist Canadian up in the house over here. (laughs) All right. But. If I get a free thing and I know, you know, Doug down the road's getting nailed in the balls with a hammer for my free thing or, you know, paying a grand, then I'm 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 living on someone else's handouts. If you guys don't like handouts, why are you playing a free to play game no. that other people you know what? are no, footing I can't, the bill for? I can't argue with that. It's actually a really good point. So you are not absolved. That's the same thing as that whole like, you know, pushing a button. If if you push a button and someone dies or is tortured yeah. on it, you're kind of okay like that experiment. Yeah. It's the same thing. It, it, the point is not you're immoral for playing it. The point is they're they're immoral for making it. And you cannot absolve yourself as a participant in in making games shittier just because you played it for free. And I've done it. We've all done it. It's okay to admit that we're doing something that's not great, right? So people drink more than they should. I smoke. I shouldn't smoke. The proper thing here is this is not great for gaming as a whole. And you're, 
you know, you just got to be honest about it. That's so all. if we, so I guess my question to that, cause I, I, that's actually really a good point and it's hard for me to argue with it. So I'm, I'm I say point bow on this, but I just wonder like when I'm, you know, the only way I was going to get to play my favorite MOBA at the time was to play Heroes of the Storm in the in the way it was presented to me. Or if I really yeah. liked here, uh, um, the Fortnite, it's the way it's presented to me. I don't have another option. I have other gaming options. And even those, you know, you could probably tie some predatory activity to whether it's crunch or something else about your $59 one-time payment as well. Mm-hmm. It's what does a gamer do as the industry lurches into this? They're not just tipping their toes in it. They're going this direction in a large sense. So what do we, you know, what is one to do so that they feel like well, they're a, you know, being as, as, as morally representative of the, of people they don't know. And that without, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? I just, well, I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not saying stop playing it or make a protest. Cause that's what people turn into. Well, you're playing it. No, it's just call a spade a spade. Like I'm a smoker. It's terrible for me. There may come a day when I hit my 50 or 60s, I fall over a heart attack. Could I have 20 more years of life? I make my bed. I sleep in it. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, yeah, smoking's fine. All these people tell me not to smoke a bunch of idiots. It's like, yeah, I am an addict and I acknowledge it and it's bad and tobacco companies are predatory. I don't have anything nice to say and I won't tell anyone to do it because it's stupid and it's a stupid thing that I got myself addicted. And that's what I mean when we talk about Diablo Mortal. We have to talk about it in proper terms. It's designed as as a way to hunt whales, like it, it, to release money for low value. And if you're someone who's playing for free, you don't get to say, I beat the system. You get to say, Doug down the road bought me a free lunch. Thank mm. you. Yeah. And, and, and you know, there are people, there's stories, people have borrowed money that doesn't belong to them. They've made gambling addiction is already a vice that can just be a silo, a one person thing. There are people who get into spending holes and this is provably what is funding this type of game. And, and, you know, 61% of the market, that money is not coming from Don Jr. You know, that money is coming from someone who works 40 hours a week and maybe could buy a little more diapers, but is spending a little more money on hilts and shit in, in some dumb game rather than we loved consoles when they first came out because arcades would bleed us for money too. And it was nice to buy a console and have your game and just own it. And that's what we want gaming to be. Ideally that mm. that's a good system mm. and crooks have now taken over because they see infinite yield off farming you the people through the via the internet through nfts through blockchain now they're, they're just they're just they don't care they're mindless machines trying to extract revenue and they're going to sit there and rationalize to themselves yeah this is okay this is fine they don't see the damage they do to people and they say well it's a free country personal responsibility etc cetera, etc cetera. so we can't stop it and if we're doing something bad we just have to acknowledge we're doing something bad and live with it and still say it that way. Where do you sort of like uh, we we've had this discussion, you know, with all the blizzard stuff that happened of, you know, if you want to say, I don't want to support a a morally questionable company, congratulations. You can do almost nothing uh, anymore. You've, you've eliminated your ability to act, to, you know, work within almost any structure. We're streaming on Twitch, you know, like you're listening to this on a device uh, uh, that was manufactured by a company that probably didn't do uh, great business practices. It's the nature of things, but it's not about necessarily making a protest. There is an element of pick your battles, 
But it's not about going, well, I'm not going to participate in anything. It's about, I, I think Bo's right, at least acknowledging what's going on. It happened to me yesterday on a small scale. I was telling my wife, I was like, we, we were talking about Pokemon Go, which is already, here's an exception, a mobile game I play. Um, you know, sure. so there's me being a hypocrite. <laughs> but I was, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, people are upset at that game again. I don't really know what, because I haven't been playing it that much. I said, but... Uh, she said, well, when we move, do you think there's going to be any Pokemon go out there? Cause we're kind of in a, we were in a hub kind of where we were before, but now we're, we're far farther away from the city. And I said, I don't know. I don't care. I'm, I'm honestly, I might delete the app. I, I don't know if I care. And she goes, well, just check. And I found out there's a Pokestop, like literally outside. I can swipe it from my house. Sure. And I was like, Oh, and I immediately started playing. I did a complete turnaround from I'm going to delete the app. I'm going to take a stand. I don't want to be a part of this this world anymore, too. There's a Pokestop outside? <laughs> oh! Like, immediately turned around. And it's that is human beings. We are walking contradictions half the time and expecting people to stand by 100% of everything they sell at any given time. It doesn't make a ton of sense because we don't know what we're doing half the time. So, you know, I think it's fine to play Diablo Immortal, but I think it's weird to try to pretend that that game isn't something that it is. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, how this is the problem is it's getting really philosophical and I'm starting to think of things like credit cards. I have them and I've always been proud of the fact that I never carry a balance. I always pay them off immediately and that builds credit and that credit helps me with other things. But also, it's a great convenient way for me to pay for a thing. And I know that that process is on the backs of people who cannot control that. People who are in horrible, hideous 21% per month uh, interest debt on credit card bills. And I'm over here going, yeah, I pay mine every month. I'm that guy in credit cards. Uh, The same thing goes, so I'm not the whale they're looking for, but I benefit from the whales. Same thing happens with... I mean, if you want to get out of the money for a minute and just talk about time, have video games always been this problem? Like when we played, when I was playing WoW until four in the morning, like that no, was video a, games are all addictive. Like it wasn't good for me. Addictive. <laughs> so yes, video video like it's in the DSM. I believe they've added it in the DSM five. Video games, anything that gives you pleasure is addictive. Sex. You might be like, you know, I kind of have sex once a day. If I don't have it, I'm fine. And you talk to a sex addict who's like, I, I can't get my life under control. You're like, <laughs> dude, aren't you, aren't you done when you're done? Like, I, I need Chinese food and a cigarette after I'm done. I need like 48 hours to recharge. <laughs> and I only was at it five minutes. The sex addict like needs it 50 times a day. Yeah. And, you know, like we don't get it because we don't have that. But we all have a proclivity for pleasure. It's, 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 addiction has nothing to do with drugs. It has to do with your reward system being being poorly trained and malfunctioning yeah. with the pleasure and no, a novelty reward system triggering deep learning. It's part of our survival mechanism. So it gets corrupted and it can happen not even with money. The point, like I've said, like subs are okay. Cosmetics are okay. Like I'm, you know, I'm willing to live in a free to play world, but when you tell me I have to upgrade my item, like I, I think I said it to you when we were playing V rising is I just don't want to think about my wallet when I'm immersed in your video game. I yeah. want to think about it before I buy yeah. or if I'm going to buy a little DLC and add on, but I don't want to be thinking, oh, I need a gem upgrade. How many hilts is this? Uh, when's payday? Can I afford $20 in this game this week? Like 
I don't, I, I just don't want an experience like that. I think it brings down gaming as a whole. And I think it's because this has been happening for a long time, but this is Blizzard and Blizzard is a quality first company. And this is not quality first game. This is not quality first gameplay. And, and I would argue this isn't the first time Blizzard's done it. Battlegrounds Mercenaries is awful and disgusting in this way as well. Mm. It's just, I want to be immersed. I think people want to be immersed in the world. And I'm sure they're willing to shell out for the games they love. I've spent thousands of dollars in heroes. I don't have a problem with whaling even necessarily, but the tactics in Diablo Immortal are so below the belt. They're hitting ball. Like they're kicking your, you're kicking your vagina or they're kicking your balls. Like that, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make with Diablo Immortal. I'm saying it's a shit game because yeah, there's going to be sales tactics. We're not trying to save the world, but they're hitting, they're, they're kicking your gonads and that's against the rules, mm. you know? And, and, and when the, literally the first sales thing, when you fir- finish that first level and they want you to buy 60 gems for like a dollar and they say great value, you literally can't buy anything with those 60 gems. So they just want you to put money in your game for fun. And you may have been smart enough not to do it, but Blizzard has the list of people who are dumb enough to do it and go, oh shit. I can't buy anything. I better buy a second. I better buy a second pack so I can afford something. That's below the belt. That's kicking balls. That's kicking boxes. Like you were, you were offside. This game is offside mm. on the monetary side. So yeah, fair. I think Judge Bo presiding. That, I've delivered my verdict. <laughs> those are all fair points. I think I play Wild Rift. I play Cattle. Cattle's bat black is pay to win as hell. Um, you know, uh, we play these games as John said, we're not, it's not that we're above them. It's just, we think higher of Diablo and they're hitting below the belt. Well, this and is why, and it, th- let me make this part clear. This is why I'm having such a hard time with that game because on the one hand, it, it's, it, it's at odds with itself it, because on the one hand, I can tell that very talented, smart, passionate people made the game part of it. I can tell. It's the, it's a labor of love on one side of this thing, but it's running in parallel with this weird freaking money suck thing over here. And it's had to make crossovers and like figure out ways to mesh these two worlds. And these two worlds feel, it feels so contradictory because what we're used to is this side and going, yeah, look at this. I can't believe how good this plays on a phone. Look how pretty it is. Oh my gosh. I, this is great. I can't wait to go on my next mission and do my thing. And then over here, like, Best deal, ninety nine bucks. Uh, here's a dividend. Buy some things where you don't need them. Like it's it's at odds with itself, and it's at odds with yeah. itself in a more in a more notable way than any of this stuff has been before. Everybody else's major IPs mushed down to a mobile phone. We don't get in big conversations like this. Why? Because we expect it out of I don't know Call of Duty or freaking a million other things where they where they go mobile. We're just like, oh yeah, of course that's a big money suck for you to play Nightmare. Go have fun. Like we don't even think about it, but when Blizzard does it, plus add on top of that the biases we have over the years of uh, you know our devotion to their games in the past, suddenly we're like, oh my gosh, could this be a starker contrast of what I want out of that company? Just like beautiful. It stands out more. I would even argue because like uh, Blizzard certainly doesn't have the sterling reputation in my brain that it used to, but. Uh, Diablo is still a game that I see and I think, oh, I should like that, right? Yeah. It's like if somebody showed you a delicious slice of pizza and you took a bite of it and it tasted uh, really gross and awful and not at all like pizza, you'd be like, wait a minute, I don't understand this. I'm supposed to love this. Pizza's supposed to be good. 
And and I think we have a, an element of that. Somebody shows you Diablo and you go, I'm supposed to like Diablo. You play it and you go, oh, but I don't know if I, I like all of this. There's things in here I don't enjoy. Yes. Dissonance. It looks like the thing I like. Sounds like the thing I like. But it's not 100% the thing I like, and that's weird. And I think that's why it gets so much attention. But, you know, the other thing you'll hear, you'll hear a lot of, I haven't spent any money. And the other thing you'll hear is, this is just what mobile games do. I don't know why you're all surprised. Um, There's an element of truth to that, too. Like, they've been doing this for a long time. And Blizzard's getting into this business because it's been effective for a long time. And is uh, staunchly against mobile games and and all of that and the practices of it as I am, I've been a victim of it too. I spent, I, I don't even want to venture a guess how much money I've spent on a couple mobile games in the past because a couple of those practices worked really well on me yeah. as it turns out. Yeah. And uh, it was at a time in my life where thankfully I could recover from it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a rough bit of business. I am curious, though, and this might be too big of a conversation to just tack on here, but I was thinking about it. Poor we've Frost talked joint. about uh, we've <laughs> talked about Game Pass uh, existing in the same space yeah. as selling the full price game on Steam, yeah. right? And yeah. how it's weird that both of those things work. Yeah. You'll see available free on Game Pass, but it'll also be the number one selling game on Steam mm-hmm. in the case of like Halo or something like that. Sure. And it makes me wonder, like, do you think that we could potentially have, and I obviously nobody's making this, but do you think we could live in a world where someone goes, hey, here's a free-to-play version of this game with all the microtransactions, and we're going to get you whale stuff, all of that, but there's also a version that you can spend $60 on, and we've stripped all of that out, and you get it, and that game be successful well i mean it, this exists like doubly successful this exists in some ways people in some ways this exists but it doesn't i don't know about doubly but i know it exists in small ways like a, an indie team will have a game that's supported by ads and microtransactions it's a golf game on your phone as an example I've, I've done this and they'll say here's the game as presented if you want to play it for free you can and we're going to show you an ad every once in a while plus you're going to maybe maybe you want to buy these things or for six ninety nine, you can buy yourself out of all of it and just buy the game, and we'll give you everything that you would normally have to micro for. Here it is. That can work depending on the game. The problem is these games, Diablo Immortal, every gotcha game I can think of, they've got this like endless itemization thing going, where gems are needed to buy a thing that are needed to build a thing to make a thing better, and they can't give you all the gems in the world. So it's it's con- what you're asking for is contrary. Like I don't think tomorrow they could do like they did with the real auction house and rip it out. I think tomorrow they would right. if they said we well, got to change this, guys. We got to suddenly make this a, a just a retail product on a phone and sell it for thirty bucks. I mean, I'd pay I'd pay it in a heartbeat. But there's a ton in there that suddenly is just throw it away. You just throw oh, it doing, away. They're doing seasons. They're doing seasons. Like all those purchases will be nullified when the new the DLC comes out. When the new zone comes out. New stories that like that's how Genshin operates. Genshin has new characters all the time, has new gear. Oh, yeah, you expect new classes. Expect, I mean, I'm sure that yeah, that's the yeah. plan. Like, the idea is you spend yourself into a tizzy, and then all that stuff is devalued because the next content comes out the next wheel. Yeah, if they're doing it right. So, what I would it's pro- not just it's not just Diablo Immortal released, it's like. Yeah, this is patch one of 50 patches you can expect. What I would prefer if they would do this is like I would even I would pay whatever the price is. Let's say it's five ninety nine a month 
to sub to Diablo Immortal in a full, complete way. So it is just the game, and I'm paying a monthly fee to access it. And if I cancel it, I no longer have access to the, the to the full version of the game. I might get some rinky-dink free-to-play version of it, but that's now saddled with all these microtransactions. Like, I would do that, but I don't think... Here's the, here's the problem with them doing that. Even if they did that or did the one-time buy, I know, they know, everyone knows, based on data, like raw data, they will still make more money from the micros than they ever would if they went and made this just a full retail game. Yeah, They'll absolutely. continue to make the yeah. full retail games. Like, four's happening, and it will happen, and it will be a retail product, and you will buy it, and they'll probably have a little periphery crap you can spend more money on if you want to. I mean, that's what DLC is. That's what... You know, the good They're the maximum notes version. on Lost Ark. I'm telling you, it's they better not for sure. They are four for sure. They better not. They make me pay 60 bucks for that game and then go full Lost you, Ark. You're with probably it. gonna oh. play a retail Blizzard charges retail. You're gonna pay a retail, but they gave us a lot of free content in Diablo three seasons with the Nephilim Rifts. That was a testing ground for the future. I, I think there's, I think there's logic to that. You know what? I also could see them doing. This is a, a bit insidious, but I can I can kind of see it. Uh, so they do a lot of cross promotion, right? You buy the new Diablo game, you get stuff in your other Blizzard games. Like, you know, you buy the new Warcraft game. Here's your Mountain WoW, and here's your pet mm-hmm. in Diablo Three, and all of that. So, what if Diablo Four comes out? And they go, hey, get this exclusive item in Diablo 4 if you buy the new season pass for Diablo Immortal. Yeah, I can I see can that. I can see that sort of stuff get, coming guys, into you, it. Yeah. You guys know about the Boon 2? You know how you get daily login rewards? Boon 2. The Boon 2. It's a great well, version no, no, of no. Linux. A, and, uh, there's a Boon you can get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a Boon also. It, it, there's, two, there's two subs. Like in Diablo Immortal, so you get daily login rewards, right? You get yeah. some space points and shit. You can pay a sub, a different sub than the sub that they, not the battle pass thing. You can pay a sub to get extra rewards. Yeah. And, but if you don't log in, you don't get them. So now you're indenturing yourself. Like people pay me to show up five days a week somewhere, not the other way around. Like they also have it in there where you can pay to get more rewards, but you don't get your money's worth if you don't log in every single day of the month. Let me let me tell like, you in a it's, very it's, it's so mind blowingly bad. Here's like, here's a simple example of what would what this would be like if they did it to a game that you love. For example, we're playing V Rising, we're all loving it. I can't believe I love a survival game. We'll get into that yeah. later. But I really like it. Free to play in that world would mean all the stuff we're doing is great. Do all the stuff you do. But guess what? Those blood essences, you're only gonna get so many and you want to buy more? We can give you a hundred blood essences for four ninety nine. That's going to last you forever. Go get those. Go get those blood essences. And now, oh, thank goodness, because if I don't, my castle's going to de- decay because I I can't keep my heart running. So my castle heart's going to need some more blood essences. Oh shit, that would be horrendous, and I would leave that game in a heartbeat because once again, my immersion is completely ripped in half. It's me going, oh great, we got to buy those now. Or just wait time for them to fall, but look at my castle. It's falling apart. Instead, that game says, oh, go out and get them. Kill stuff. Kill kill those people. Uh, farm that town up up the road. Um, and while you're at it, get some stones. You need more of that. Like The in-game job and in-game hooks are great. The minute you say, well, sorry, stone's not responding for four days. $9.99 will get you a whole bunch of stone. 
Yeah. Or, or respawn faster for the month. Yeah. When you bring real world finances, when you got to think about what's my budget now, it ruins immersion. It forget really forget does. the forget the um the angelic psychological issues if that's too much for anyone to ask. Just on a taste. You know, I don't when you play a game, when you know, whatever think of your most immersive game, a little pop-up telling you to put quarters in ruins it for yeah. you. And we 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 killed arcades for this. I mean, we can just go back to arcades. You know, like, and arcades, at least they're great. You get to go out somewhere. There's lots of lights. Arcades are beautiful. This is, this is so low effort. It's just on your phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and even then, yeah. you know, when I was getting yanked for all my quarters with like NBA Jam, that game was taking advantage of me. That was a predatory machine. It sure. Was, but was, like, at least it, you were going out. Like, there's yeah, something about some going out stuff, culture. Sure. Like, you go to a bar, you're overpaying for alcohol. You're paying for the venue. It's expected. This, they're not even giving you a brick and mortar place to go to. They're like, yeah, stay in your home, you schlub. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not going to pay for a building. We're not going to pay for a nice experience for you. You're just going to give us money for basically no reason. To me, it's like uh, it's like a Stephen King book. I love his books. When they come out, I read them. And it'd be like, hey, we got a new book. It's called uh, Bloody Tooth Jim uh, by Stephen King. Get ready to have the time of your lifetime. Oh, you've, you've good job. You finished uh, third chapter. If you want that fourth chapter, though. You're you're out of energy. So if you want those you want those little energy beans, I mean you got you cannot you know. read anymore today. I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's what inspired it. Yeah, no. <laughs> you I actually you get. I'm like oh reading God. a book and I'm like, I am out of book reading energy. I need to lay down and tomorrow I can read more books. Yeah, but there's something imagine about- not being able to shop in the premium meat aisle of the grocery store. Let a boon of meat. <laughs> <laughs> best value 100 bucks you're going to need and it's always just a few more gems than you can afford with the simple 10 dollars you got to spend imagine yeah 20. imagine walking to the grocery store hey hey do you want to buy the welcome to the grocery store package we'll mm. give you 50 grocery points for a dollar it doesn't yeah. buy anything but you got 50 grocery points i mean points. these these sort of tactics do exist in all sorts of marketing but i guess in games here's where i stand i i like a free to play game whose business model is cosmetics because two things are happening i value those and, and good, hard, creative work is being done to produce them. It's a fair transaction. So, so Fortnite, as much as I don't care that much about Fortnite, I appreciate how Fortnite makes their money. I realize it can still be a problem for some, but you are really getting an exchange. You're getting digital assets in exchange for your money, and you get to keep them. The, the, the same thing could be said for Heroes of the Storm. I feel like that was fair. And I also feel this way about Subscriptions. Bose kind of already said this, but subscribing is you're you're providing a service and I'm paying for it. A Game Pass, Netflix, whatever it is. And as long as I'm enjoying it, I will pay you the money. And if I don't, I'll cancel it. And now I don't have access to it and I'm not paying you anymore. It's a fair transaction, both starting it and ending it. This other thing is not that. It's something else. And it's not just Diablo Immortal. Immortal is like making this conversation a bigger, brighter discussion because it's just happening now. But this is the whole, that whole mobile business, all of it has gone also, this way. People are not going to like that I'm picking and choosing maybe, but I also think it's better in esports than in ARPGs. Like this is the problem I had with Sea of Thieves. That game's premise is that you're a pirate and the accumulation of wealth is what you're doing. So the more wealth you have, the sweeter boat and material goods you have. You're a cooler pirate. 
makes sense. Sure. But I can just go to the store and drop 20 bucks and be the cool, be, be the cool. I'm like, what's the point of playing the game? <laughs> yeah. You pay real I money. Sw- if you were a real life pirate, you'd have money. And they pirated me. These sweet pirate things. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you, you're directly undermining the game. And that's why I say when you play WoW, when you play these RPGs, the gear tells the story of your progression. And if you can buy the gear, what do you, why, what, what am I earning gear for? Just for esoteric stats, yeah, like looking at it is point. part of the sweet immersion factor. So I, I in an esport, it's fine because you want to look stylish on the field of battle. The games last thirty minutes. It's not part of progression. You know, your skill and your story is told on the scoreboard and in the replay and and your performance on the field. The in the ARPG space, it's like that's a fundamental gameplay that has psychological meaning for people. So, so you're, you're, you're making a worse game. Like, at least in my opinion, you're you're making a shit game. If I can buy what I was willing to work for in the game Mm. and the stuff you can buy is better than the arm, like the stuff you can buy for $20 in Diablo Immortals better than what you'll get from gear drops. Well, the whole point is I'm looking for gear. So why don't I just open the game, buy gear, I finished the game. It's great. Log, Log off. Like, yeah. you know, Diablo like, Immortal. So you're, the, you're the best. Yeah. So I don't think it, I personally, I don't think it, I don't like it in ARPGs because ARPGs, the game genre itself is about the accumulation of items and item science. And it shouldn't be tied to a wallet. So I will, that's, I will always give it a zero because I don't think that that's appropriate for that game genre. It's part of the reason why, and you know, understand what I'm saying versus what I'm not. I am interested in Marvel snap. That's not an endorsement of it, but I did watch a video where Ben Brode was talking about, we don't want you to just be able to pay your way into having all the cards. There still has to be a game and a collection and an element to it. And there will be a way to pay for advantages I don't know what that means. I have no idea. It could be predatory, probably will be, might not be. But I think it is compelling to say there is still going to be a game here to play as opposed to like what Bo's describing where it's like, oh, well, I put money and now I win. I win. I did it. Look it. Congratulations. I've, I've, I'm you at the it. top of the mountain. Yeah. I feel like this is turning into a therapy session. <laughs> Well, in it some is. ways, yeah. in some it, ways it, it is because I mean, we live with this and, and we end the show and then we go to social media. And we have a lot of people. Nothing turns people into more lawyers than this type of discussion, because yeah, yeah. It's immediately all talk you talk about it. And then this is my Twitter and I'm exaggerating for comedic effect, but it turns into, OK, Mr. Jagger, if that is your real name, you claim that you don't like mobile games, but you have spoken on many occasions that you play Pokemon Go. Explain yourself. How is that not a predatory <laughs> game? I'm like, it is. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes we do things that we don't necessarily endorse at the same time, but everyone feels like it's a big, aha, I gotcha moment. Like, yeah. and that's yeah. just not how it works. Like, this so, is all over gaming. That doesn't mean we need to be okay with it, so, but that doesn't mean that we have to 100% abstain from it either. Do you think do you think Stormgate's going to be an okay game then? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring it back a little bit to the to, to the. <laughs> yeah, no, it might be, way. but as soon as I heard free to play, I was like, "Man, it's probably not going to be my thing." Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be, I have to be 
like really into the concept to be into real time strategy as is because I'm just more of a turn based strategy Same, guy. Yeah. And so when you say real time strategy, I'm like, okay, well, it's a genre I've liked before. And then you go, and it's free to play. I'm like, oh, it's not a genre I like. Hold mm-hmm. on. Yeah. It uh, it's it is uh, how do I put it? When I was in the ni- when I lived in the nineties, we all I, I was alive in the nineties. Uh, I would I would rail That's against. Good. Well, I would. Ra- <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I it was wasn't there. that it wasn't that decade. I was dead. No, I wasn't but, dead then. Uh, before I returned. Before I died, uh, I thought that RTSs were the future and the most amazing thing ever, and I I actively made fun of my friends who played turn based games. I was like, "That's lame. That's grandpa game. Let's not play that. Let's go play this." I have so completely turned around, probably because I've gotten older myself. But I don't. I. But it's I, understandable because base tur- is easy. Well, right? it's not just easy. It's programming real time is like whoa. I always thought it was boring. Real time is fast and exciting, but turn base was back then. I thought was just boring. Now I'm the opposite. Me just wrapping my cursor around fifteen zerg and sending him over the hill doesn't doesn't do it for me anymore. What does it for me is going. All right. Well, this guy can only move three spaces, and he's got two extra action points, which means I probably should do a grenade because those guys are, bun- you know, like I like that now. All the extra thinking I have to do, and I They're get to control good. the pace. They're, I'm not look. I'm not yeah. not smashing it. Just saying, you really got to burn the other away. one. You, yeah. yeah. It's, look, I saw Patrick post that video of that guy building in Fortnite, and it was a it was a stark reminder of why no build w- mode was made, and it's for my old self yep, to be same. like. Eh, I can shoot with the best of them. I don't like, like it. I, I can't be with that fish. Yeah, it's not big. good. Yeah, and chat room says, well, now that you're grandpa, I am. I got a little grandson. Uh, maybe I was right the whole time. Maybe. Hey, you're playing a survival game, too. That's true, and I never thought and I would I, care. I, I'm playing survival games, and, you know, Chorcor, I've, you know, I think, I, th- I think sometimes, and we've done this long enough now, there's stuff that doesn't look appealing to you, but it's just because the right iteration has been presented. Yeah. So I think a lot of, like, there's a tower defense game that out there one of these days. One of these days. That, that you will it. you will like, you know. I had somebody make the argument it's already happened. Because, Scott, you like Vampire Survivor, right? A lot. It's a tower defense game. No. The only difference is you're the tower. Yeah, but you're moving. That matters. <laughs> You're talking about V Rising? V Rising is tower defense? No, no Vampire no, no. Survivor. Vampire Survivor. Oh. Yeah, the the the, the old uh, freaking uh the, the <laughs> You got waves of enemies yeah. that are all going towards a singular point. Your objective is to stop them from reaching that point. You but then purchase, Geometry Wars is a, you purchase is one. upgrades. I think Vampire Survivors is too low quality to qualify qualify as tower defense. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying I don't Chad think made this have argument and I liked it enough to throw it in. No, it's a, fair, it's a fair argument, but if that's true, then I've always, apparently I've always liked moving tower games because I love Geometry Wars. I, I mean, love Heroes of the Storm is a tower defense in that case, too. Yeah, they all true, are. True, it is. Yeah, you got to defend multiple towers across several lanes. Yeah, Doom is a tower defense game. Quake is a tower defense game. Like, if, mm-hmm. if we want to get that, def- you know, the way I, we he, define he, it. I think very specifically tower defense means there's a path that people are moving towards your base and you build things and some variation. Yeah. Cause I'd say like they are billions. It's definitely a turtle 
game. It's just a StarCraft turtle map as a whole game, but it's not tower defense. I like turtle tower games def- as long as no one's attacking me. See, I, the, people always think, oh, we well, like to turtle up. In a- <laughs> <laughs> but it would just be some, it would just be like a city builder. If not, <laughs> it's just like city skylines city or something. Yeah. Like- and just to clarify, when I play things like Age of Empires 4, which is awesome, um, I really like it. I wh- How I do that is I turn the computer, the AI, on the easiest possible setting. I make him a dumb race I don't care about. No offense to anyone from, you know, whatever, Aztecs or whoever it is. Don't you care. didn't name anybody. No one's offended. You're right. I shouldn't have said it. you start naming people. No, I shouldn't have said it. Anyway, <laughs> so then I then the goal is I turtle up like crazy. Though They attack me, but they're dumb and they don't know anything. They're on the lowest level and they're barely hacking at my walls and they're just easy to take care of. And yeah. that's my turtle game. That That is not tower defense. Tower defense is stationary towers that you have to upgrade in some way and do shit with. And even games yeah. where they make me do all of that and then get down in the scrum, like the, uh, what's the one where you, Orcs Must Die, one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. Those games are pretty cool, but I always fall off of them because at the end of the day, it's tower defense. I hate it. Freaking hate it. So anyway, that's a whole I, different conversation. Anyways, but yeah. So let's Maybe talk about high water. Yeah. <laughs> Stormgate oh, looks great. You know how I said, by the way, I, oh, and I threw it away. Hold on. I said... That there were two things I wanted to mention. All right, I, I my, need to go um, deliver it, Edmonton. Okay, this is really fast. Though. This is really fast, though. Before you do your Colorado oh, yeah. Avalanche, let me do this real fast. So we said, get the pre-show, patrons. Uh, we said, uh, or I said, quick take on the Diablo update. That went into a long conversation. The other tiny thing I was going to say is the new Coke Starlight flavor. I got the zero uh-huh. version. Yeah, it really, yeah. really good. That's all I want. Is that to say. based on the boys? Is that a product? I like it too. It's supposed to taste like spoice. Spoit. I wish there was a drink called Spoit. Oh my god! <laughs> Knock off Sprite. <laughs> no, it tastes like um, it tastes a little like it is. I don't know what to. It literally says on the can space flavor. Yeah, it does say space flavor, but I would say it tastes like kind of a cream soda kind of vibe. Is what I get out of it. It's pretty good. I like it. So I feel to, like everybody who's tried it has said it tastes like something different. I've yeah. heard people say toasted marshmallows. I've heard some people <laughs> say candy. I've heard one guy say spoit, so, and I don't know what yeah, to make of it. Yeah, it tastes like yeah. spoit. <laughs> it tastes like exactly spoit. like spoit. You probably haven't heard of it. It's pretty rare. Well, Bo, go. Bro's gonna go All make right. his own. I gotta spoit go release and, uh, 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 Anaheim Mighty Duck. Yeah, right and we're gonna be we're gonna be right back, everybody. So don't go too far. Give us five minutes to to pee and that sort of thing. And uh, we'll we'll be right back for uh, the rest of the show. So hang in there. All right. I wasn't oily. <laughs> we're we're back, it was everybody. More of a more of a uh, I don't know Winnipeg. No, not a Winnipeg jet. That's diarrhea. Um, <laughs> no, wait. It was a Montreal Canadian. Yeah, it was a Canadian. There you go. <laughs> it was a Canadian. I dropped a Canadian. There you go. Very nice. All right, we're there back. Uh, we're back after the break. We were going to talk next about a little game called uh, High Water, and I wanted to just at least mention this one. We don't know much about how this thing plays, but I thought it looked great. And uh, want to know more about it. Uh, it was basically kind of water world theme, but uh, in little indie title. And from what I can tell, you're a dude on a raft who survived a huge flooding of civilization and civilization kind of ended. And I don't know what you do after that. No idea, but I love the art style and uh, I like indie games. So uh, I'm in. I immediately thought of you when I saw this. I'm like, oh, this looks like cute water world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like I don't know I, I don't know if the cute aesthetic will would, would I was curious to see if you'd like it or not because obviously everyone looks 
Like they shopped at the Gap. Like Gap's not closed in this world. <laughs> like you can still go to Banana Republic and get an outfit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's cool. It reminds me. It's just got a very like. Um, I don't know what to compare it to. I, I really don't. It's it's like cell shading without the lines, kind of low poly, but pretty. Like I don't know. Hard to describe. It looks really cool. Super By the way, we lost a listener, Porto Johnny's girlfriend, who was he was introducing to the show today, officially bowed out as of two minutes ago. Oh, they're too gone. Much talk. Oh, we, we want to come back. We was, we're just having. It's just. It's a theme week. Yeah, we said to pee. <laughs> it was all number one the whole time. Uh, well, anyway, there's that game. Also, Last of Us uh, one good. full remake coming to PS5 and PC. Uh, I thought they were kidding. They're not about the full remake part. Like ground up. <laughs> they didn't wait long. Usually there's a lot more years or games before. Well, I mean, this thing's 10. How old is this? 10 years now? 10. It was a PS3 game. Yeah. 2013, Originally. I think. 2012. So, yeah, I think it's exactly a 10 year, 10 year anniversary of the original game, which is what they're remaking. And the, um, the comparison stuff they showed after they announced it actually looked le- pretty legit. I was, I was impressed with that. Um, and there you, they, they figured out a technology to use all the original performance capture, the original voice stuff, all of it, but they built all of this up in their current engine, uh, that they use for four or, uh, sorry, uncharted four and for last of us two. And it sounded like maybe even some of those, um, what do you call it? Uh, life. What do you call it? When something's good for your game life, uh, Quality of life improvements. Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. Uh, that will make the game a little more in line UI wise and other things with uh, with Last of Us Two. So I saw that and I went, mean, "Oh, John will like yeah. this. He'll be excited." That's good. Honestly, I think that's good for you, Sky. I think it, you should you should give those games another try, especially if they bring that stuff in, because Last of Us Two genuinely was a like Last of Us One was a, a amazing narrative experience that you kind of had to force your way through gameplay wise. Yeah. Last of Us Two, I think, is a legitimately very good stealth game um, with all the same narrative trappings around it. So yeah. if they're bringing that in line, I mean, that's that's good. I agree, and uh, I, I think that's fine. I didn't. It's a testament to how good that game looked that I was not blown away by the upresing and like and it's not upresing the redo I should say yeah um I, it looked better in most ways there were a couple times where I looked at something like uh, there was one where they showed a a picture of Joel and obviously his his face gained more fidelity it was a better model but like his shirt went from I could almost tell you what the texture was of the shirt to it just looked fuzzy I was like well is that intentional or that, that seems a little weird, but <laughs> you know, that's kind of nitpicky. So yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If we, but if you're going to show people an A and B, they're going to scrutinize, you know, yeah, like, yeah, Hey, yeah, here's the side by just, side. You're going to go. Hmm. Yeah. But you just uh, said what I was thinking. Cause I was like, Oh, we're, we're going to, this is like hero's hands. A little bit. Yeah. Hero's yeah. hands were the best. Oh my gosh. I love talking oh, about hero's so hands. Bad. I miss so that. Bad. They're really bad. They ruined it. Like heroes ruined a lot of video games for me because it made me focus on the hands of video game <laughs> characters. And yeah. let me tell you, I feel like hands don't get enough credit for how difficult they must be to do well, because yeah. so many times I see hands in games and I just go, Oh, it so is bad. a hard they, I think so there bad. is something there to, to that. They're hard to render. They're different digits. They all got to work together. 
Yeah, they do lots of things too that we just can do. Yeah, you know? back in the old GTA days, he just had stumps going like this. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Freddie Rossetti, and I'm going to do a mission or whatever his name was. It used to be a dumb thing I would do is I would pull the label off like a iced tea so that you just had the glue where the label attached on one side, <laughs> and I'd stick it to my hand so it just <laughs> stuck to the side of my hand, and I'd go, "Look, I'm an N64 character." Oh and just my walk lord! Around with a drink stuck to the side of my That's hand. That's pretty good, actually. Let me tell you, is the pinnacle of humor really yeah uh, it's never i was never funnier than that moment i don't think we i feel like now that i've heard it i can't I, humor's done we're done it's a visual gag but it would definitely make the mashup it was really something um yeah. well anyway that's coming they also talked a little bit about uh the multiplayer standalone game they're making it's no longer an add-on uh which is i don't know how i feel about that except it does seem like it's really fleshed out like it's not it's it's its own game set in san francisco same world same era and multiplayer focus there will be both co-op uh pve stuff as well as hey let's fight each other stuff um it didn't sound like it was gonna be you know all this talk today it makes me nervous about every game having a bunch of shit they want me to buy extra or whatever but um it sounded like just a game so uh no more info on that except they had one screenshot and it looked kind of cool also spider-man coming into your uh your your dirty nights what's it called Mon- monkey monkey marvel Moon. midnight sun there it is you know what scott you're gonna play this game oh i know i am i'm stoked <laughs> i can't <laughs> you're wait disregarding it but you're gonna play it no i'm just me forgetting names it's it looks great and i'm i was pissed that it got delayed to next year but i'm still looking forward to it um it's the X, you know, the old XCOM teams. It's for access. Those guys have never misled me. So, you know, bring it. I'm, I'm ready. Although I don't know about Venom with horns. That's a weird vision. But whatever. This is based on a comic, right? It's based on some so run. So was Hulk. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Venom yeah, with Hulk horns was weird, but at least Venom can change his shape. Hulk showed up with horns, and I was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> yeah. It well, seems- it's the demonon- demononic corruption. Yeah, that's demonic what happens. corruption. That's, you know. Now, it's fine. I think it's fine. I let me let me sound stupid for a second because I'll bet you guys know more about this than me. They call the other that lady Lilith. Uh-huh. She is obviously a character that everybody uses all the time for their shit. Because Diablo yeah. Four's got a Lilith. She's all horn, not horny. <laughs> She's got horns and mm-hmm. is demonic or whatever. Here's another it's demonic horny. lady. I've heard of this many times. Is there some mythology I'm missing? I don't remember any of this growing up. Like who's? I think, I think it's isn't it from Dante's Inferno. Is isn't it that where Lilith is from? I could be wrong. Like, but usually when there's some biblical thing that gets referenced a lot, that's where you're looking. Okay. Lilith is a female figure in Mesopotamian and Judaic mythology, alternatively the first wife of Adam and supposedly the primordial she demon. <laughs> Whoa. No, there you go. There first you wife go. of Adam. Lilith is cited as having been banished from the Garden of Eden for not complying and obeying Adam. Oh, so she was a bad she's wife. She's Eve? <laughs> she's a, she's I mean, a bad wife. No, she's a woman no that didn't know her place. She demon. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. She's supposed to be Eve gone south? No. She's, no, she's like proto-Eve, but she wasn't... Uh, she she's wasn't the first a, wife of Adam. She so wasn't a good enough wife. So Adam and Eve were out. not the first two humans. Lilith, I think, came before, but she's a demon, so probably doesn't count. <laughs> what? Right? I didn't know this at all. 
This uh, well, is all new to me. In Christianity, it says it's Mesopotamian in the Bible 2.0. You, uh, you just had to upgrade. <laughs> I didn't if know you were a this. free Bible reader, you didn't get to read the extra chapters. But if you paid for the Bible, you got additional. Okay, stuff. so so she's got well, a bunch of stuff around her that makes her compelling as a video game character and also a comic book uh, villain. In the same oh, way they do oh. Thor and you know junk like that. So it's not that weird for Marvel. But I didn't realize any of this. I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, that's kind of. I have to look into it more, but it sounds shockingly like, like just patriarchy. Like you know, like it's just she was a bad wife. Okay, for, she didn't complete. She did, like I get it's just a line in Wikipedia, and who knows? But Lilith is cited as having been banished from the Garden of Eden for not complying and obeying Adam. Yeah, like, I don't like it. Like, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> like, Adam was like, I like my dinner before four, and she was like, well. You know, I don't cook dinner. One, I'm a modern woman. I have a job. Shit in the other Adam, and <laughs> but didn't, the, you know she's the mega demon. But didn't this happen with? So Eve also disobeyed him and made him eat the fruit. No, went and ate the fruit when she wasn't supposed to. Came back and went, "Hey Adam, you want to eat this fruit?" Hey, he's like, "No, we're not supposed to." Are you like, "Damn it, you're another Lilith, aren't you?" This sucks. I already went through the first one. <laughs> what a well, you know that that's still that that's, that means Adam didn't learn his lesson. You can't use that excuse because he already survived his first wife the second time god's like no you do you, you f- <laughs> you're out you're out of eating first time you got a pass you're a man so i assume you know the wiles of women and all that uh, second time out that made me laugh it's too sorry, good but the, yeah mark the f-bomb sorry guys well you're all good uh spider-man is in this is the point we're trying to get yeah. at <laughs> spider-man's in your in your marvel moon moon night m- monkey what is it <laughs> nope moon night not in it what is it not yet monkey or what is it Mi- midnight sun midnight suns there you go yep. <laughs> I can midnight never, monkeys <laughs> I, never, I never remember the damn name but it is uh you know i felt like that was a a given we'd see spider-man and there's in the comic book so why wouldn't he be bring it in uh devolver also did their thing they announced games uh in the fall of the following we're not gonna get into these too much because i've barely t- seen them myself but cult of the lamb which i think we kind of knew about before that's getting yeah closer. i've seen stuff about cult of the lamb it might even be early access or something yeah or nah, i think i just saw a video it looked yeah. really good that still looks good anger foot that looks great Super into uh-huh. whatever the hell Angle Angerfoot is it's selling. The sequel to the Lamb Before Time. Oh, great! Oh, like Littlefoot then Angle Angryfoot. That makes sense. Yeah. So this is the one you probably seen video of this before. It's just it's foot view running through kicking the shit out of people with your foot. It reminds me of Hotline Miami, but in first person. Um, that's the vibe I get from it. Okay, Showing man, that now. kick is high. It is really high. Well, it's you know Angerfoot. It's, angry. it's angry. <laughs> if you see how high your foot goes when you get angry. Yeah, like, when you, know, I'm I mean, angry you all the time. Kids? My foot doesn't get that high. <laughs> you're high. You're like, you're... My foot can go higher, kids, if you don't clean your room. <laughs> Speaking of rooms. My dad used to say, I'll kick your ass up to your shoulders if you don't behave. He would literally say that to me. And I used to pick. I'm like, wow, that's a hard kick. It's it is a hard kick. All the way up here. Speaking of that, that's there's uh, this game called The Plucky the Squire. Foot. This seemed interesting. Uh, artsy adventure game. Character jumping out of written pages, explore a vast oh, 3D looks world. Awesome. Yeah, looks neat. Looks like a neat guy. I mean, listen, Devolver this is yet to publish. Insanely cool. Oh my god, they have yet to publish a game that I don't like. Uh, that they is really the truth. got something going with that stu- with that whole crew in terms of creativity, right? Yep, they do. Like this drinking, drinking. Sorry, the the card shark game that I'm still playing. Oh, look at that transition off the page. Mm. That's wild. 
I bought Card Shark. I haven't started yet because I'm addicted to V Rising, but I'm looking for I bought it as well. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played it yet either, but I but did this, get it. This game, the Plucky Squire, it, it looks. Wow. It's neat. Yeah, this looks really neat. I, I didn't expect the jumping off the page business. That's cool. Oh, playing on a mug? Yeah, that's this rad. Looks, this game looks awesome. Uh, then there's Skate Story. Skate Story seems interesting too. Actually, everything they showed looked good. So. Just I, I'll probably get all these. <laughs> They've got me by the whatevers. Um, you know, even though I don't really like. They just their, don't miss. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I seriously, I really can't think of one I haven't liked in the history of the publisher. I, everything I've ever played, I haven't played them all, but most of them I've played are just really great games. Especially lately, just really neat takes. I don't know how they find these games, how they align with these devs. They're usually small devs that they hook up with and. They must have an eye for. I don't know how they do it, but they must be able to coordinate good resources for them too. Like it isn't just like, oh, you're a small time dev. Okay, make us a game and we'll send, ship it. They must be, they must be really supportive of, just for them to be able to release things that, that are as like, they're really high quality. You know, like seems like yeah, it's really cool. Skate story. Yeah. Oh my god, I know. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? Looks like Tony Hawk, but in like Tron oh, World. What is that's a sweet three sixty flip he did too. Yeah. We used to skate. You used to have a zine. You know what's up. Yeah, we a zine. Yeah, no, but I know how to, yeah. I, I kind of miss it. I'm just a little scared to go skating again because, like, if I fall, it'll really hurt. You know, I would pay not, money. Yeah, that's, that's not 18 true. anymore, but, like, I kind of want to buy a skateboard. And, I would pay money to watch you do that. Thing. I want to watch you skate. You got to make this happen. I'm serious. I want to see it. I'm so jealous of how much more abuse we could take when we were younger. <laughs> I was trying to be lazy and lean over in a rolly chair to pick something up off the floor. Yeah. And I fell from like almost touching the floor height to the ground. I hurt for like a week <laughs> after that. I was in so much pain. I was like, why? Yeah. Why is this my existence? Don't forget. I threw my back out for three solid days. Couldn't get out of bed. Had to pee in a cup uh, because I bent over to pick up a shoe. So we're old. That's the deal. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for the stories today. And boy, big interstitial in there with the Diablo stuff. Hopefully that, you know, help uh, add on to what we said last week and give a bigger picture to kind of our takes. And we, of course, love to hear what you have to say. But right now, it's time to jump into Dear Martha territory. Yeah, that's right. We've been doing these retro magazine uh, letters as a bit of a respite from the Steam reviews. And today's no different. Uh, John, I see we have three here. Uh, just go for it. Are you ready? Yeah, we we have three. We're gonna have the return of Spicy Martha, Sweet. which is exciting for the first one. Yeah, uh, we are gonna have a Martha response on the second one, and then we'll just do a regular letter for the third. Yeah, and this is all coming from uh, Game Pro issue one forty two from July of the year two thousand twenty two years ago. Ah, uh, twenty two heady long years ago. Here it is. My dearest Martha. How exactly does the gaming industry lose millions of dollars every year because of piracy? If someone buys or rents a game and copies it for all their friends, the gaming industry isn't necessarily losing money, it's just not getting money. Yours in this life and the next, Deuces Wild 22. Ah, Deuces Wild. Miss that guy. All right, so is it Spicy Martha replying? Yeah, this is Spicy Martha. Oh, I can't wait. All right, here she is. My dearest Deuces Wild 22, what is this? A trick question? 
Honestly, at first your letter seemed to make no sense at all. But after reading it several times, it became clear that you could use some of the millions of dollars that the game industry doesn't lose to software piracy to buy a clue. <laughs> Yours forever, Martha. <laughs> She's so spicy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't gosh. expecting that level of spice. She's spicy. All right. Number two. A big number two coming at you. Yep. Here comes the number two. Yep. Here you go. My dearest Martha, is there a reason why I can't rent Dreamcast games at Blockbuster? Being able to rent games before buying them is one of the best aspects of the industry. Without it, many people are reluctant to shell out $50 for a game. Yours in this life and the next, MKCTX81. Wow. MK. Like Mortal Kombat, probably, right? That's probably what his, he's dealing <laughs> in. Uh, he's about to yell, get over here. All right, here's Martha's reply. My dearest MKCTX81. When the Dreamcast launched, Sega struck a deal with Hollywood Video to debut the system in that retail chain. Oops. That may be why you <laughs> couldn't rent Dreamcast games at Blockbuster in the past. Sega and Blockbuster have recently made up, however, so you should now be able to rent DC games at BB. <laughs> Yours forever, Martha. <laughs> Why did she, she was a little spicy on that one, just a little. Yeah, just a bad. little. Just a little commentary in there, but not, not too judgy. Yeah, like just a little like, you know, medium hey, spice. Check it out again. Yeah, she's yeah. medium spice is what she is in the Spice Girls. All right, here's the third and final. My dearest Martha, I've had it with the media and government types who hype violence in video games with claims that games like Doom and Quake cause kids to kill people. <laughs> 2020 ran a segment on video game violence that essentially stated that kids are ignorant when they say games don't cause violence. Well, sir, I'm not ignorant. It's sad when a nation places the blame for its child-rearing problems on pieces of plastic and electrical impulses. Some games are very violent and gory, but parents should teach their kids the difference between fantasy and reality. When I was little, my mom and dad made sure I knew video games, movies, and stuff like that were fake. Parents shouldn't use video games and movies as babysitters either. They should take responsibility for guiding their children's lives. Yours in this life and the next, Ben W. Here, here, Ben W. He's absolutely right. He didn't get this an answer, is, though. This is shades. He of did like, get what? an answer. I just didn't read it because oh, it was okay. long and uh, not as entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is shades of you know. Uh, I can play Diablo Immortal without spending money. <laughs> like there's, yeah. it is shades of that. Yeah, you know? kind of. It's like I was raised right. Why can't you? Ra why isn't this person raised right? There's a little bit of that going on, but uh, timely stuff from uh, Mar uh, Martha some 22 years ago, uh, tw 2000. Who who can forget? All right, moving on to. Uh, oh, we haven't talked about what we played this week, so now it's time to do it. Um, we can have the V Rising discussion now, kind of across the board, if you want. Yeah, uh, let's do yeah, it. I didn't we really all play anything it. else. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I played mostly this. Uh, 
V Rising, I was very skeptical about this or any other survival game. Like like Valheim did not click with me at all. And I know, you know, Bo liked it a lot. Uh John, I don't, just don't think you ever played it yet. You have it, but you haven't nope. played it. I have it, but I haven't played it. Um, I have two hundred and eighty five hours in Valheim. Yeah. Valheim is by all accounts a great survival game, maybe one of the best. And I just couldn't I don't know why. Just wasn't click I bought it too, played it, didn't just wasn't clicking with me. Maybe it was maybe a timing play thing. Server. We gotta play with friends, maybe. That's probably part of it. Um I did play with some friends, but I don't remember who the, or no, I guess it was just fans. And they're friends, they're nice. Um <laughs> sounds worse. Than Good recovery. Man almost dodged a, or almost got hit by a bullet, but safely dodged that, their That's yeah. like when you watch gymnastics in the Olympics and then you know the landing's just a little off, the foot goes the wrong way. And they sure, sure. Point off. Well, I mean the way I look at it is you know, most of these games are here I'm a dude and I'm in a forest and I'm naked and I'm gonna hit a tree and I'm gonna build a hut and I'm gonna try to survive the night and then after that I'm gonna have to eat and then I need to go get some weeds and you know, that's the standard thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't appeal to me at all. And Valheim did do that differently and of course brought a new kind of like a little bit of lore to it and you're you know, you're in a you know, the whole Valheim thing, Valhalla freaking uh, Norse the world's mythology. Pretty nice. It's pretty beautiful. The, and the world Valheim. is cool. I like the graphic engine and the way that thing works is way just way cool. But I just, the gameplay loop didn't do it for me. Yeah. Something, some magic sauce is in V Rising that hooked me completely. And I actually think part of it is the Diablo three quarter top down thing. I think that's a big part of it. I like games that, these games that are a little bit fiddly with systems. I like being like above it all. I don't, I can't explain why. I just feel like that's less of a problem for me and it sucked me in hard like mm, no I th- pun intended this i think <laughs> yeah. i think about it all the time i want to play it all the time um i'm not Same. even that far i'm 45 item level something like that so i'm doing okay but i'm you know oh i'm just gosh, now getting to the point <laughs> i'm getting to the point where <laughs> no, i can I'm, do i'm in the high 70s at this point yeah you're way up there i've gotten to the point where i've got I'm doing some creative stuff with my castle finally, instead of just having shit everywhere and, you know, getting, getting smarter about production and what to make. But I think what really sold me, there's two things at play here. I think that really did it. Number one, it really leans into it being a vampire simulator and it really leans into the kind of vampire I like, not shiny modern ones with sparkly skin and can be out in the sun, not bad ideas in movies, old school, gothic, the river runs with bread with blood in some Romanian town, freaking vampire ass vampires. And it's, that's the vampires I like. And this is that, um, it also doesn't get too far up its own, but in terms of realism, like this isn't, you look at the models and you create your dude at the beginning and all that. It's all very stylized. Not, I wouldn't even say cartoony, but they're... You look like night elves, kind of. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah like dudes have long, muscly necks. And, yeah, you know, it's very stylized, weird. very stylistic, and it works extremely well for the look of the game. Um, and the tone is exactly right for this kind of stuff. And I love that. That drew me in immediately. Then what really hooked me was, I think the systems are really smart, and that all works really well. But what really got me is this is the Battle Right team, and they have parlayed their um, their excellent Battle Right combat right over to this. Combat is freaking fun. Mm-hmm. Part of that means WASD controls and mouse aiming and skill shots. That was all part of Battle Right. 
And I was a little concerned here because it is a little jarring at first. You're like, oh, right, this isn't Diablo. I'm not click moving. I'm, you know, I got to, I got to realign the way I control this thing and think about it. But when it clicks, 100% clicks for me, the control scheme in the game. And I prefer it this way. I'm glad it's not some other way. The more I play it, the more glad I am it plays the way it plays. And as a result, every combat encounter, including just boring ones with a guy on the road to a a wolf in in the forest, to everything in between, including bosses and everything else, all feels like an amazing dance and really well thought out. The abilities are fun. They pop. They're graphically impressive and fun. It's meaty. The combat is crunchy and meaty. It's just a really, really good freaking game. And I'm completely hooked on it. Uh, as a result. Um, and, I, and I want to throw it around to everybody, but before I do, I just wanted to mention this one thing. I'm playing on, on a server with Bo that Bo started. We have a few people on there. We're going to actually offer that up to our top tier patrons as a place to come hang out if you're playing the game. So uh, watch on, if you're a patron, watch the Patreon coming up in, you know soon, maybe even tomorrow. I'll put information for the server. We obviously don't have unlimited slots because these servers don't have unlimited slots, but we'll you know, first we come, can, first serve. We can have as many characters, but we only have 10 simultaneous logins. Right, right. If there's a lot of demand for it, I can increase the amount. Like, we can pay to have more slots if there's a lot of people trying to get in. I was more worried about me. I was more worried about the actual <laughs> geography of the place. Does that mess you up? Like there's there's lots of room for castles. I guess the one thing is to tell people is that it's a we're not doing PvP. PvP is a big part of this game, yeah. but we're doing a PvE server. So when you build your castles, don't be a dick and build your castle next to someone else's preventing them from expanding. So Right, that's yeah. a good point. And yeah. also if you're expanding, don't take three three castle slots. <laughs> like try try to be reasonable with your with your stuff. And I'm there's, sure there's people There's lots of real estate. We'll see how popular it gets. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of real there's lots of real estate around. So I wanted to mention that we'll we'll just pay attention to the Patreon and that's where that'll show up. If you're not a patron, you can still sign up and be considered for it. Um, we're going to do it at the the higher level to start with at least. Um as a benefit. Then the other thing I was going to say is I just for fun went and started my own solo instance using the level 70 rules pack because I just wanted to see oh, what that geez. was. Yeah. yeah, That was wild because basically it gave me maximum gear to start, maximum level to start, all that stuff to start, and then a oh, pouch full of stuff to get going. But it doesn't let you just go willy-nilly. It's not like creative mode where I could just go, I'm building my castle and nothing costs anything and I'm just building a thing. It doesn't work like that at all. It's mm. You literally, it's crazy because I could actually see a fun time doing this temporarily even where you've already got our full progression over on Bo's server. But just for shits and giggles, you go over here and you create one where you 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 eliminate the the long trek to just, maximum. Just creative mode. Kind of, except you're not, you still have to, you still have to go chop down trees. You still have to get the stone. You still got to build the things. You still got to refine the things. Like to do any progression, even at that 70 start, it doesn't give you any of that. You have to build. One way you could do it is console cheats. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it works locally, but I have, because I'm the admin of the server, I could spawn in whatever I want. I don't do that, but... But I think for your local game, I think if you set yourself to the admin of it, you could also console cheat. You know, really? if you just want to do pure creative mode. Oh, that could be fun. I, should, I might try yeah. that. Yeah. So you press the tilde button and you learn the commands. I haven't been able to figure it out in single player, but there's been tutorials online for that. But and yeah, it's you all, and, and that would ruin the core. Normally, this ruins core gameplay for me. When a game offers a bunch of creative stuff, it kind of makes it like 
it lessens the other stuff. I am happy to report. It didn't do that at all to me. I didn't feel that That's at all. A, it's big in Valheim. Like people will do just pure creative because Valheim it's really hard to get ore. It's like a whole thing. But you yes. could just sit there and spawn all your items. And someone made the Millennium Falcon out of like logs and wood. See, I love that in Valheim. And they didn't farm it. They like did creative mode. But that's cool. Like no one's mad. It's this is the opposite of trying to control an environment. Like let's say Diablo Immortal because we're trying right. to. They're just like. Hey man, mod the shit out of it. It's your game. Like do whatever the hell, hell you want and yeah. nobody cares. Right? I'm absolutely, absolutely loving it. I'm in love with it. I adore it. I don't, part of me is like, it's weird for me to want to just donate all my time to one game. Cause I'm usually like we talked about last week. I like to hop around. I like to try the new thing that came out last week on game pass. I like to pick around over here and do this. But I ended up playing a ton of this. Doesn't mean I didn't I mean, play two other games because I did. But yeah. it's not- Vampire Shortcore, though. Like, yeah, if you think about it, like you're like, it's not just like going out and doing the ARPG stuff, which is great. But then you're also like, I got to manage my own castle. Like a, a vampire has some responsibilities in life. They got servants. They got to send them out on missions. Mm-hmm. They have to grind bones into dust so they can huff it later or whatever it is they do. You know, like yeah. It's, yeah. And yeah. I just think some of the systems, you know, everybody said, oh, Valheim's like playing vanilla. Wow. You're going to love the way it makes you feel. And in some ways they were correct about that. And in other ways, there's just a lot of obtuse things. I thought in Valheim, some of that's gotten better with patches than that. But in this game, you know, going to that, what's it called? The, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically a, hearth blood thing and you go talk to it or look at it and it shows all the bosses you can go start killing oh the blood altar blood altar it and still has like a questing system yeah right it feels like, like an mmo kind of yeah or, or I, like diablo you know go to this area kill this thing yeah like like i think that's a fundamentally important part of this is that you have hunt targets for your v blood right that you unlock things through and gearing up to do it is like, it's that, fun yeah it's fun. It's, it's even like, fun to be way it, behind and go, shit, I don't have enough stone. I'm going to make a plan, empty my bags, put them in new boxes, shove it all over to the side and say, all right, I'm waiting for midnight so I'm, or I'm waiting for sundown. Okay, bong, it's sundown. Sweet. I'm going on a raid for stone. And while I'm out there, if I kill 100 wolves, great, I'll do that too. And if there's a boss, fine. But whatever, my goal right now is to have so much stone, I won't know what to do with it all. And I'll get back and I'll refine a bunch of it and store a bunch of it. For some reason, that's clicking for me where these kinds of activities in most survival games turn me off. And this does. I just think there's a lot going on too. Cause when you could be doing that and you're like, oh shit, 100% blood quality guy. I need to enslave. Like all of a sudden your mission's bailed completely because you find 100%, 100% for mm-hmm. blood quality mm-hmm. and you want to make him your servant. Yeah. And they, and and then, they make things, those kind of moments are really fun because you got to make a decision. Do I drink his yeah. blood and have all the benefits? Or do I tame him and take him home when I didn't really plan to come out here and do that? Those kinds of things in most games I hate because it's like, ugh, you're distracting me from my goal. They're fun to make these decisions on the fly and actually do them. Or the day-night cycle. If it's daytime, you got to stay in the shade. Keep to the trees, keep to the rocks, keep to the the, the, shade, the shade or else you're going to burn. Floor, the floor is literally lava. The floor, <laughs> is lava. floor is lava. <laughs> exactly. So that means fights are more difficult. Like it ramps that stuff up. Normally, I would see that as getting in the way of my fun. I don't feel that way. I feel like it's yeah. a, this added fun thing to do, and I actually like it. I welcome it. It's fine. And may, even if it makes me go, well, I'm not doing this boss right now because this guy's a sunlight fiend and he's out it in the middle. It makes of- vampire sense, I guess. Like, you're not just like they put this in artificially to create difficulty. Like, John's point, maybe your your mileage will vary if you like the mechanic that much or not. Like, make night longer, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. 
but it vamp you're like, oh no, this is what vampires have to deal with. <laughs> like, yeah. This is true to life. <laughs> if if know, I if I only had one tiny request to make a tiny life improvement mode thing, it would be that I don't know why I can't teleport from very sparse teleport locations. It's not like they're everywhere. Let me teleport with all the crap I have on my back. I got good yeah, news for you. I don't okay. I don't like that either. Yeah. I, I got a little bit of good news for you. Okay. If you're going into Dunley or Silverlight Hills, mm. there are things called cave passages mm. that are free teleports. Oh, I have you can seen move. those. Yeah. You can move with all your stuff. They're not in the best places, but I just discovered using them last night and they cut down on your travel time immensely. Oh, that's like, awesome. Why was that's awesome. So it doesn't solve all of your problems, but yeah, you're going to get it's a shortcut for sure. Yeah. The cave passages are kind of great. Yeah, and, I think yeah. I think the reason I don't like the the teleport thing isn't that I, you know, I just want to be able to teleport everywhere, but I think to to kind of go off what Scott said, one of the strengths of this game is okay, the sun came up. I know combat's going to be harder. So maybe now is a great time to build my castle or maybe now is a great time to farm mats in a in a cave or something. Right. Like it's difficulties kind of inspire you to go try other aspects of the game and not mind that you're doing it and not be like, Oh, it's making me do the thing I don't want to do. Like right, right. there's kind of this flow that keeps you moving through it. The, the one place I kind of butt heads with that though. And the reason why I said like make nights longer is because it takes so long from, you know, to get from one end of the map to another sometimes that it becomes, it's just not fun to go like, well, I should leave during the day because by the time I get there and find the boss I want to fight, it's going to be, it's going to be daytime. So I can't go now. So I should leave, I should leave during the day. I just don't like that level of management. Mm-hmm. It just takes a little too long to get around uh, the map. I feel like if that was better, uh, even if it was very limited traversal. Um, so have you, used, you got, have you gotten into horses yet? I did get a horse. I just, I don't. Oh, like I don't have a horse yet. Control. I need a horse. Yeah. I gotta get a horse. Now, the horses are a little rough to control, but they do dramatically speed up your traversal time. But um, How do you building get a vampire waygate. So it sucks because if we're in a clan, you'll have extra waygates to places. It, right. Like four people is the clan size. That's up to eight waygates potentially, in addition to the ones on the map. So you do have a lot of movement options. And then with the, the cave passages, like, if you plan your your farming route, because I won't just go to one location in Dunley. I'll like plan a little route, go A, B, C, and then plan it so that I hit a cave and fast travel. My base is in the first biome, so it is so tedious to like horseback every time. Mm-hmm. So that saves me a lot of time. Are you guys just still in the first biome? I am still where you no, are down I'm there. Starting to get into the second. Oh, you mean Dunley. as far as trip going out there? Yes. Yeah. But like I'm, the traversal from Dunley back down south is bad. I started building a, my base in Dunley, but then I moved my base to Silverlight Hills, which is the desert area in the top left. And I, so I'm right next to the city. How do you do that? Well, you can build two castles. You get you have two castle hearts. Oh, so I noticed you, that. You could, okay. like, I, I, so what I would do is I'd build a bare minimum outpost mm-hmm. out in Dunley yeah. and just teleport to Dunley and then take the cave passage back. So that's the stuff the game doesn't sort of explain to you. So you can spend a lot of time doing it manually. And I did, but you know, now that we're talking about it, there are some, there are some options there to, to, to make your. See in the chat saying, can you better. teleport between castles? That's exactly what Bo's saying. Yes. The problem yeah. is if you're loaded with stuff. With fat, with farmed gear or or mats and stuff, everything other than your top row, which has your weapons in it, if anything else below that is full, you can't teleport. 
So, yeah, basically the items are marked cannot be teleported because yeah. Valheim has this too. Because I think the conceit is that like the journey back is part of the adventure, you know. So sure, we want to artificially force you to have to traverse. But I mean, you know, John's point's fair. If you you don't want that, if you don't enjoy that, well, plus it's um, way if you're way in the corner and you just. You don't want to relocate <laughs> like I do There are don't. plenty of memes on Valheim too, because you can't teleport with copper ore, but if I make copper nails, I can bring all the copper nails I want through the thing. And it's like, what is the science behind this teleporting? Like I turn <laughs> yeah. it into nails and suddenly I can teleport with it. That is weird. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a conceit in these survival games to make you have to sur- do a survive. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think that that's a, I, I get that. I get the design decision. I don't think any, I don't think I've ever had an eventful run back. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's only eventful if you're trying to charm someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've lost so many charm dudes to like stray fire arrows and I'm like, Oh gosh. Yeah, that's true. I, because Bo, I think the John's go got a good point. And, yeah. Go ahead. The, the go out and find something like mechanic to me is the is the thirst mechanic because i've had interesting adventures when i'm like all of a sudden like oh god i have no blood left i need i need blood and i go out and i'm like i just need something i just need blood and like there's a bear out there but he's like a one percent bear oh you got big mac big mac Mac, oh my gosh this is awful so you get that and then you go all right i got i got the bear but I'm 1% and that's garbage tier blood. And now I need to go out and get some pristine quality blood. And so then you're like, okay, but I don't want to go far. I want to stay near my base. And you're like, okay, there's a guy. He's 7%. So you get him. And you're like, all right, well, 7% is still not good. Let's keep going. And next thing you know, you're halfway across the map just chasing premium blood. That's fun. That yeah, I had a good time that with. Fun. That's a that's an adventure. Yeah. Going, I can't pick anything up, so fighting enemies is going to be a waste of time, and I'm just going to run from point A to point B has never been exciting or fun for me. Yeah, they mm. need to improve that. I don't know how they will. They may maybe they'll concede and say, "Oh, at level 60 there's a charm that helps you take all your shit around or something." Maybe we know. play as a squad. We get four players. Someone needs something. I'll happily help mule things for people. You know, I'll come to a site. We'll top, pile up a big inventory of whatever you're looking for, and uh, and bring it back. Like, because I find the, the the good thing about this game is you do go through a period where you're like, I got to farm stuff, but it's not like I'm going to be at this for weeks. Like, yeah. I get a want two big hauls of iron, and I'm I'm good for a while. I make all my armor. I get my upgrades. You know, it, it's not demanding like weeks and weeks of farming um, things. So I am at the point where running back was getting tedious too. So like my threshold for pain is pretty high on that one. But the cave passages, discovering the, the cave passages are a time saver mm. for sure. Like, I've seen where the them. caves are, but I haven't done anything to. Uh... So in, in, in Farbane, in the first biome, they're mm. high up. So you can't access them from there. But in the other zones, they're on ground, you, and you can bring followers through it, mm-hmm. and you can bring your horse through it. Everything goes through it. Hmm. So you can speed with a horse, get through the cave, then you're in Farbane, and you're like, one of them is right next to my base. Hmm. The one in Dunley, uh, my base is in the center of Farbane. There's one near center uh, Dunley. It takes me right next to my base. I was like, oh, sweet. This is amazing. And I think you're in the east end uh, of Farbane, John? 
I think there's one yeah. that goes to the east end um, as well. I think so. I'm kind of in the, yeah, I think I'm kind of in the southeast of the map. Yeah. And one of the things, too, I, I don't know how Kyle figured this out. Kyle played the game for two seconds, and he, he made his first base in the desert. He's like, I want to go. Like, he, <laughs> like most did he people, do that? You plop your, when I first played in a local server, you plop your base right by the entrance. That is like the worst thing to do because the game map is so huge, and you're going to be muling stuff constantly back to your base. I put mine in the center of Farbay, and I w- my jaw was on the floor when Kyle Galaxy brained his base into the last biome. <laughs> I, was, I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, well, "I just like this place." And he I'm wanted like, to be a city vampire. Yeah, yeah, how did logic. he? He's how like, did he avoid want... like all those brutes and stuff? Like, it's bad up there. It's a scary. Just ran biome. past him. Just he ran bye. past him and snuck. He he made it through, and and, and you know it, it's. Anyways, I put it, I have a gate up there. I, we're going to clan up. I, I don't know if Kyle's going to rejoin the clan because he's got his own. So you'll get a way gate uh, up in the north. So that'll be very convenient for you. Yeah. Except if you have shit on you, then no, it's not convenient. And I got to say, I've been fought some of the, the later bosses. The last two bosses I fought are like bullet hell. So bosses in this game scale. Oh, they're the great. More the more vampires they, fighting yeah. it, the more projectiles they shoot. Yeah. And the more ads they spawn. Um, and. I soloed the last two bosses that I fought. They were bullet hell. I'm like, what happens when there's more people here? I, I was literally dancing around 57 projectiles uh, in one fight. And I was like, oh, my God. So this game um, really delivers. And the impressive part is, is this is early access. There's still like there's a mountain in the middle of Dunley. I don't know how to get up. There's a zone to the east that isn't in the game. And there's a spot for like two more zones in the north. I'm just like, how many bot? Like, I'm so excited for this game. I felt confident in making a server because just like Valheim, there's going to be more to come, you know. And and when it releases, I'll be like, let's play it from the start again or something like that, you know. Yeah, and I assume they're going to let us keep our progression. Do you know? Yeah. On the and I'll say that now as an advance warning on anyone joining, probably on launch, which is probably years away, but we'll do a server wipe and start fresh. Oh, our, our, we are going to do that. Okay. Yeah. In a year, in a year, it's fine with me. We're, we're not playing. The you game. might yeah. not even be playing, Scott. You yeah. might be on. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I haven't felt this into a thing for a while. It's been a while. It is. It is compelling. Like it's weird because like I'm not as engaged in it as I have been other games this year or other games that I play even on the regular. But as far as like an experience that I want to pull up and just mess with, it has been a constant, like everyday sort of thing. And it sticks in my brain. I was playing final fantasy the other day and it became daytime and I went, Oh, and I real quick ran and got inside a building and realized what the hell am I doing right now? (laughs) But I actually dodged the sun in another game because it just was living in my brain that like sun bad, I got to get out of it. Uh, And that felt really that I was like, okay, game, I see what you're doing. You're doing good things. You're making me live like a vampire. Yeah. They they hook you in. The same thing happened to me playing um, shipbreaker with right clicking because in right when you right click in this game it's a camera thing right in v rising Mm -hmm. and not in that game that's how you fire off uh well depending on what tool you're holding that's how you fire off tethers to attach them to things so i'm just wasting tethers left and right because i'm my muscle memory is like oh shit you're v rising this game now what are you doing stop drove me crazy but anyway it's great this game is great y'all should be playing this game and if you're playing it and you're in the top tier of our Patreon uh, th- list, uh, good news. You're about to join a really cool server. So the boat was apparently. To. If yeah. you're a high level patron, we're going to make you. Yeah, you have to do it. Go out, buy the game. And then we're, we're going to make you lose all your shit when Bo wipes it. So get ready. 
Get ready. You know, like if, if Valheim's any indication, Valheim's been out for like a year and a half and they still they've had updates, but not they haven't released a new biome in a year and a half. So you know they might be quicker here i don't know soon they might be faster these guys they might be faster yeah Yeah, maybe i don't know but i'm just i'm expecting still a year at least like it's early access it's still a year like we're gonna play and maybe 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 if no one wants to do it it'll change but i would just say like it would be fun to uh start from scratch on launch because who knows isn't there a way to didn't you tell me there was a way to maybe save out profiles for people that didn't want yeah we can back up the save file like if people like I don't know about V Ryzen, but Valheim, if I shut the server down, I know how to download off FTP mm-hmm. the save file, upload it to my Steam, and then we can just play local. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is going to be true in V Rising as well. So if anyone wants to keep their castle or their progression, I'm sure we can figure out a way for them to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll figure. I'm sure it'll um, be a big request from the devs anyway. But Yeah, we'll, we'll <clears throat> see. Um, what's also impressive about this game is just how not early access it feels. Like there is a lot of support for servers, server modifications. The game runs mostly good. Um, I did encounter one bug that really ticked me off and I submitted a bug report and it's a PSA for everyone here. I got a sweet, I fished out a sweet hood called a razor hood and it gave me green material face Mm. and it looks amazing. Um, So I was wearing this hood while I was fishing in Silverlight Hills and I fished up a knight's helmet Mm. The knight's helmet auto-equipped, and my razor hood disappeared from my inventory. No. Oh, no. And I was, I, I was like, I love that hood. And I got it randomly, probably a rare drop, and I got this dingy freaking knight's helmet. So I f- filed a bug report. Why didn't it um, end up in your inventory? That's weird. I think it auto, it auto, like it auto-equipped on my helmet and mm. overwrote. Oh, because you haven't had a helmet piece hood. before. Is that why? Well, no, I was wearing a helmet piece, oh. and then the helmet piece I acquired just auto-equipped and deleted the one I was wearing. Oh, that should have dropped in your bag. I looked on the ground everywhere. <laughs> they should have had that and drop in your bag. I was bag, streaming honestly. what happened, so actually, I actually should have linked my Avod to the developers. Oh, yeah, there you go. Totally. Then they would have yeah. known, hey, this guy's streaming our game. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about reaching out to them, because I've played this game like my life depends on it. I have 85 <laughs> hours in like a week played. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's really good, you guys. Uh, take it from a guy who hates survival games. Something, something yeah. here. Something Come play, magic. say, chat with people on the server. Tezzeret Dynamite, who's in there, is constantly asking for clan mates. So you know, go join a clan with him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by public, <laughs> you know, like uh, make friends, hang play, out. Why don't? No, why not be a cl- uh, if you end up on the server with us? Uh, clan up with a uh, guy who likes to lay in the road and have dogs pull at him, and that's hand sanitizer. He loves that. Loves just well, laying hand around. sanitizer is in our clan yeah oh he is in our clan. I, right. I, I initially opened it up to my subs <laughs> on my stream yeah and he was the first and he's a he's been a great supporter of core and of my stream no he's great well. he's I, all over him, the place him, he's him awesome wonderful yeah support i can't thank them he bought me he's the one that bought me death stranding i haven't played it yet i'm sorry but yeah um but anyways you know great guy but he leaves his body everywhere like everywhere i'm going i see there's a cor- <laughs> like a dead corpse something han sanitizer just logs out anywhere and the wolves are eating <laughs> him the bears are chewing there. on his corpse and i love it because your vampire lays and floats so he's yeah, like, he lays like this with his hands there, just like, mm, yeah. and then like someone's making a meal out of him. And, and you, you can know. drag him too. You can like pull him around and like leave. I mean, him he weird should places. be a dried up turd because the sun <laughs> should be burning him up. <laughs> yeah. that point too, you know, like. 
Uh, it's so good. It gets all that stuff so right. I, I freaking love and it. Even the little thing, like, what did you think when, when you've logged in? You were like, oh, I don't have blood. And I exposed my neck so you can expose your neck so your, your teammate can share blood. It was a revelatory moment. It's like, what a, what a weird teammate thing. Like, here, have some of my sweet blood yeah. that I ate off this goat earlier. It was an amazing and then, moment. And I didn't know about it because I hadn't messed with it. And Bo was showing this mechanic for the first time. And it was literally his guy going, and a button prompt saying, hit F to drink out of my, his neck. It was amazing. And we, sh- we shared blood. And then even when you kill a boss, like, you down the boss. And it's like, oh, everyone at the same time, like, all four vampires in a group will just be sucking the boss's blood. And it just feels, there's something so, like. Yeah. It's vampire about everyone sharing a meal in this way. It's like, it's going. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it very sure, good. It's, it's, it, it's such a winner, man. Like, I can't believe how hard this game wins on, on style and theme and. And it's early access yeah. is polished as hell. Uh, you know, your bug notwithstanding it's, it, I haven't had any issues. That's the only bug I, I've encountered. It's been, I mean, even the UI and the tab panes, they all function nicely. They're all good. You know? Yeah. That stuff's very Diablo like. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's partly what sucked me in is, you know, my favorite game series of all time is Diablo. And this has this has the smell of that, but it, obviously in very different ways. Um, but it's just, there's something there and I freaking Combat love it. feels good. Like the enemies do moves. Like they have very distinct profiles for what they do. Yeah. So when you meet different combinations of them, you know, there's tactical action combat, right? It isn't just spam damage. Like this is the problem is that this game is a revelation. Like I would play a whole ARPG and it comes out the week of Diablo Immortal. Not that I want to bring it up, but Diablo, Diablo the ARPGs are kind of like just get the gear and you don't have to dodge the ability. You just stand there and hit it. Yeah. So this really tickles my MOBA brain that's like, don't get hit with skill shots. You're going to regret it. You yeah. know, and so oh, when yeah. the enemy stuns you, you're like, and the bow and arrow guy can shoot you at will. You're like, oh, it it matters where my positioning is. And you, you get a lot of buttons to press to get out of it. So it's. There's a there's a combat puzzle element that is just really, really fun. Yeah, and like Diablo, it lets you swap in and out abilities just to kind of be to taste or to to whatever the encounter is. If you're doing a boss, you're yeah. gonna want to do certain things, but you're you can do those things between fights and go, yeah, I prefer this or I like the look of that, or I you know, they just give you a lot of options that way. And even the simplest uh, like bone archers, these are just skeletal archers, and you see them. They'll move to aim to you, but at one point they'll lock in and say, well, that's where I'm aiming. And then you can move and they will miss you. So you learn that timing just by encountering one for the first time. Although you haven't gotten as far. Some of them know how to lead. Scott. No, some of them do. I know. Like some, of them got- know how to, some of them look at the direction you're going and aim ahead. Because if you just stop in your tracks, they'll miss you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like I'm playing a player where they predicted where I'm going. Yeah, it's like weird. In- it's really weird. And good. It, I mean, in a good way. It doesn't feel uh, cheap. No, no. It feels like you still have a window to dodge. You know, they're not. It's not. Uh, yeah, cheaty. Like some. Yeah. You know, it's it's good. I it's think it's really just good. really hard to ring all these bells so well, and they're doing it in early access, and it already feels done. Like it's this is a this is a bona fide. And there's, I mean, I think they deserve their what million and a half, two million, yeah, one point five million in sales, something. That's they they deserve it. Like it's strong, yeah. and they keep. They're like we're surprised by the reception. Like you shouldn't be. This is a badass game. Well, really, you know, really gamers good. are a fickle bunch, right? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely sure there are some people that took uh, bad reviews that didn't deserve it. You know, I think Heroes is one of those games, to be honest. But that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm mad at him for letting Battle Right kind of just languish on the vine, but um, 
I'm kind of glad this. It well, all turned you know, we're into getting this. this, and you never know. I mean, if they're, it seems like they're not a studio that's like, let's do something completely different. It seems like they're building on. They're what iterating they came yeah. before, and um, yeah, I my secret hope is like once they're done with this game, I'm like make an ARPG in the system. Yeah. Like just make a full on ARPG in the system. Like please, yeah, keep you vampires know, like, in just it. Just keep. <laughs> we'll give you money. Please do the right thing with that money. Don't make a free to play gotcha game. <laughs> Jinden one says the DLC worth it. Here's the funny thing about the DLC: the DLC is purely cosmetic stuff, like decorate your castle, like Dracula would, things like that. Um, and there's two, there's a founder's thing and then a Dracula pack before playing it. I would have said, nah, just give me the $20 game. Let's play this. I don't care about your DLC. Now I'm like, I'm ready to deck out my castle with cool shit. I think I would like <laughs> to like, belly I want up red and gold. Yeah. It's funny you mention it, but I I'm buying it as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> right now. I'm like I saw John Sweet Wolf skin. Oh yeah, because I bought the uh, whatever collector's edition thing was founders uh, thing, whatever I, it is. I, yeah. yeah, I bought whatever whatever the the. I was like, I want the real experience. Let's get in here. Yeah, uh, and it came with a custom wolf form, and I ran up to Bo. I was watching him stream at the same time, and he goes. It's a nice three tail wolf you got there. I want that many tails. Yeah. And I, I'm surprised it took this long with how into it he is. I was waiting for payday. Payday was yesterday. So mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Nothing wrong with I'm that. Like, I, you know, this is an example of I happily pay for cosmetics. They made a great game. And I happily give, I happily pay a company money uh, for, for additional support and in, in good things that they do. Yeah. So. It's great. Be rising. Big thumbs up. Uh, Shipbreaker, real quick. Uh, I've been really enjoying the story and the progress. I've maxed out most of my skills. I have played that a lot before I played Dead Ri- or uh, V Rising. Dead Rising, jeez. Um, and it's uh, very good. I'm happy. Re- Here's one other thing I would say about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I got retweeted by the devs because I captured video of me doing something real dumb. So sometimes I will <laughs> blow a door before I've fixed airlock issues. And it's best to not have everything depressurize because you can cause explosions. You can cause junk inside the ship to bang around and, you know, nick the, the, the nuke reactor and have the whole thing melt down on you. Like there's problems with that, but there's also reasons why you might want to do that in some cases. And I had the whole front end of the ship ready to, to take apart, blew out the back door. Worst choice ever. Cause the thing just went like a, you know, you let a balloon go, it goes flying off somewhere. My ship yeah. just goes, Way into nowhere, way out into the void. And I just kind of watch it, like waving at it. Bye. <laughs> and um, and I, you know, it was funny and great and I don't regret it. But they, I put it up on Twitter and they retweeted it. So that made me happy. So anyway, Shipbreaker is still great. And Card Shark, been playing that here and there. I uh, talked about it last week. So not much to add, except that game's very cool. Uh, John, you played the game of unpacking. Not, <laughs> not the one that people think. No, not the fun one. Uh, I am so sick of moving. I'm so ready to be able to play video games. I'm so mad at real life getting in the way of it. Uh, it, It's a constant frustration. Let me just tell you, if if you have a choice between moving and not moving, and I do mean if you have a choice, uh, don't move. It sucks. It's, It's just an awful experience, even when it's good. And I think this move in general was a good one. It's still no fun. I I want to play video games again so bad. Yeah, because games rule. Yeah, they're fun, uh, which is the opposite of what everything I've been doing for the past week has been. Yeah, 
Exactly. Well, I'm sure, uh, you know, this would be a good week for you. You get everything all squared away, taken care well, of. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> my, as, as a thank you for uh, the my my wife's parents watching the kids so that we didn't have to be tripping over them for the move, they are spending the weekend with us. I am not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sucks. I'm it's not, either I'm not going to lead to more video games as I simply barricade myself in the office and hide, or uh, less because now there's yet another responsibility I have to deal with all weekend. Ugh. Well, best of luck on that front, and Godspeed and wind to your back, I suppose, is what I would say. Yeah. All those things. Uh, Bo played some more Catalyst Black. So did I. That game's cool. Yeah, I just, I really only think so. The game's cool. I really find it fun. It is pay to win and, uh, and almost in a shitty way that I, I've almost, like, I'm like. Well, the one way it doesn't, though. Okay, so we had all our say about Diablo, mm-hmm. but the one way that I like this does it does it is it is apparently only matching you with people who have decided to be at the same level. So in other words, if you're not paying anything, you're going to be matched with people who are in the same boat. If you're going to buy so. your way that up, you're going to play with top tier yeah. people. So you're yeah. not, no one ever is going to be top tier gear and fight in a place where no one else has that stuff. So on the free to play front, I've leveled up my main my noob gun to twenty. It's mm-hmm. maxed out now. Yeah, and I'm at infusion level like a six star. So yeah. my gear is actually starting to crawl up there. I'm starting to see people. I think you've paid. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still I'm still winning and beating them most of the time. You're still so whipping them, yeah. them. Yeah. Though, so I, the thing I wanted to kind of brag, quasi brag about, is just there's an achievement to get fifty five pentakills. Yeah. And I got it. You did. That's I've gotten, hard. I've gotten a deca kill, dude. When you get a pentakill, it tells the whole game. So I'm like, oh yeah, suck it, enemy team. And then when you get a deca kill, it tells them. I've gotten a couple deca kills. There's no, there's no achievement for that. But literally ten kills in a row, fast enough. By the time they respond to get a deca kill, yeah, it's that's hilarious. intense. That means you killed everybody. I, I, I like who a rip face in that game, like. I kill bots so good. I swear, though, there's lots of bots in the game. Like I've looked at the behavior enough now that I'm like, some of them are bots. Some of them are definitely bots. Um, it's like two, yeah. three, three players, two bots, and you just farm the bots, and then they get because you can tell who the bots aren't mm-hmm. because we start getting a lot of kills. They go, they get hungry to put you out. Yeah, especially if you're the paragon, which yeah. I often am. Yeah, and uh, I'm I like, like being a paragon. A you're playing angry, and I'm going to kill you anyway. <laughs> uh, good news too for anyone who owns the. Let's see, does I have it out here? I don't have it in here, but if you have the uh i don't know where i put it um the backbone i last week i said it doesn't work with the backbone i was incorrect the menus don't work with the backbone the gameplay does so full dual stick button mapped all that stuff works just fine playing and now i'm owning even more fools bots or not i'm yeah. just destroying yeah it. no it's it's so what weapons are you using i'm using the one that takes a minute the, the slow to speed up but once it's going you're Okay, Gatling so the miniguns. Gun. Yeah, the, the miniguns. So pri- your primary is a minigun? Primary is mini. Uh, flamethrower really for secondary. Or Sorry, rocket launcher for secondary. I do pretty good with that. And then uh, uh, for what my... Are your, what, are your, what is your... I mean, usually I'm doing achievements and quests, which often like kill asunder. But like, what's your favorite summon? Oh, um, I like the big beefy guy that leaps. Sunder. That's his name. Is that the name? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, he's cool. I don't. So, I, you haven't unlocked Torden yet, right? No, Torden's pretty awesome. No, he I've seen others with it. One shots any anybody. When, yeah, it's pretty. The one that shits cheap. ice all over the place is really my bane. I hate that thing. Yeah, Isia or something. Yeah. yeah, she's annoying as shit. Yeah. Um, but I do like. Uh, but uh, like, I yeah. got I got the rare, the Luma Isia, who does more damage but has less health. I actually unlocked that. I've opened so many free loot boxes from dailies. <laughs> and I play every night before bed. Yeah, it's a good night I, game. I like it. Uh, it's I, but it's kind of like it pulls me back. I'm like, let me play three games and end up playing eight. Yeah, because you know, I just want to own. It's just it's good. Too much positive reinforcement happening for me in that game. It, it does have a lot, but it's also just it's a well. It's again, you know, I got Blizzard talent all over it, marred perhaps by its you know free to play status. But it's I don't feel like it's as grabby as Diablo Immortal. It's a gotcha game. Cause I, the I don't way know. It, Hearing you guys talk a, about infusion levels and gun levels. <laughs> it's, it like, is oh 100% a, a, an immoral gotcha game yeah. because to power up... So I'm powering up the free weapons, right? Yeah. I'm using free-to-play so you get Quint and then you go in the Quint store and you can just buy the duplicates, whatever's on offer that day. Mm-hmm. So, but there are legendary items right and to upgrade legendary items you have to get duplicates but duplicates legendaries are at legendary drop rate like you have to spend like probably a hundred thousand dollars to if you're in money to max out one of these legendary weapons it is absolutely i'll never do that as much of a dumpster fire as diablo immortal i'll never do that the problem is that there's no twin stick shooter multiplayer game like it that exists and it's just hard to peel myself i agree keep coming back to it it's like a moba with shooter tendencies it's hard to explain i mean there are a lot of game modes i just like hydra mode and the reason i like hydra mode i think if i was getting owned a lot i'd have given up but i keep I'm just, I kind of want to see, <laughs> am I going to become a professional catalyst black player? Like I'm so good at it. I'm not going to lie. Like I'll get 30 kills and the next person has eight, you know what I'm just like? You'll get whatever this game is, whatever the equivalent of a kill screen is. That's, that's your goal. Uh, eventually. Yeah, I guess you just stream it and show people like it's not, I'm not just blowing hot air off everyone's ass. Yeah. Like, I, I it's just, really well made. It's one of, it's, it's a, it's a polished, nice game with some sh- shitty micro stuff. It, it's it, you can't look at this and say it's any different. Unfortunately, on my assessment scale of free to play bullshit, it's it's pay to win. It's not, but it's and also gotcha, you're just getting into play. And I don't have the I don't have the the history that I have with Diablo. So for whatever reason, it feels less egregious. You know, I can't. I will admit that's always that's always the argument with Diablo is is. You're just bringing up now because it's Diablo, but this has been true for years and no one said anything. I think we said this before in the last show. No one gives a shit about other games. They give a shit about Diablo. These are properties. Yeah, these are big IPs, man. These are big deals. But I don't know why nobody, like, you know, Call of Duty's got a gigantic mobile base and that thing's predatory as hell. But I don't hear anybody going, oh, they just expect it. There's something different with the Blizzard games. I don't know. Well, I mean, Counter Strike has had. I mean, Valve. They've been, they have been. They've been doing in-game tradable items for a long time. Like that's been a thing for a long time. Yeah. Hats. I think that crowd also likes gambling and stuff too, right? Like. Yeah. Like it's gambling. Is it's, there's a weird thing happening in the streamer space? So, first of all, most streamers are like Diablo Immortal shit. And then, by the way, I'm going to stream Diablo Immortal <laughs> and show how much money I spend. And then at the end, they say the game's probably not that bad. Yeah. Like, this is just a life cycle. Like, but also there's a meta on Twitch right now of people just straight up gambling, like getting money to gamble yeah. from a gambling site and then streaming it for other people. 
and it's just a, there's, there's a lightning rod of a conversation that's happening right now. It's a beautiful picture of Brian, by the way. Oh, I was hoping, <laughs> I was hoping that somebody would notice it because it's horrendous, and I just found it and I had to share it real quick. But anyway, go ahead. So, it, anyways, it's I, I I don't know. I'm now all I'm thinking about is how be- Brian's beautiful face. And <laughs> he's had he's been super sick, not COVID, but some horrible flu thing, and that's him on the couch. And I thought it was too good not to share. So I guess anyway. all that to say is like we just got to the only thing that like I want to harp on is just got to call a spade a spade and when i look at who's pushing we're we're gamers we appreciate good games i can't pay compliments to games that are regressive exploitative and and play them i just can't give them pay them compliments and i can't really pay catalyst black even though it's i can pay compliment to the gameplay but i'd say the diablo gameplay is very good too Mm -hmm. The full assessment is that yes, it's pay to win, and it's it's not good. Here's my recommendation, everybody: if you have an iPad, uh, go get uh, Invisible Ink from Clay Entertainment. You pay ten bucks; it's the full game. There's not a single microtransaction or ad in it. It's video games the way they used to be. You just buy it and Which play it. Which one is that? Which, it's which called uh, Invisible Ink on an iPad, and it's an amazing oh, version of that game. <laughs> I have to play it every time you bring amazing that up. Amazing like, oh, version of that game. You it's, gifted that to me. I still haven't. Played you should it. I'm play it. it now. Oh, it's so good. You Civilization know, also has a really good uh not, it's not even like a mobile version. They put like full on, I think it's like I don't remember if it's Civ six or Civ five, but you just pay it. Oh six, it's, it's expensive six. Yeah. on there, but you just get the it's the game. It's the game. Yeah. Your mouse is your finger and it plays great. It's an amazing <laughs> version of it. <laughs> such a compliment. <laughs> and it's such a compliment. Your mouse is your finger. Your mouse is your finger. Yeah. Did you hey, I feel like I'm on some hype stage talking about the the next big thing. Imagine your mouse, but your finger. <laughs> For years, Neanderthals have tried to navigate using a little piece of plastic, but now your mouse is your finger. It's your finger. But they have to do it in that voice. All right, uh, that's it for games we played. It is now time for a quick email. That's a good question. That's right. We uh, got a good question or a good comment here uh, to talk to the core at gmail.com from the real Martha 89. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah. Not really. Hey, uh, Core Podcast, I've been watching people play Marvel Snap, and it was immediately uh, looked very familiar to me with the different areas you fight over. I was realizing that Marvel Snap is actually like this tabletop card game I have called Smash Up. I actually own that, but I've never played it. Uh, Of course, there are some differences to make the game shorter and more streamlined, but the base mechanics are pretty much the same. I was curious if you guys have played Smash Up. It's kind of cool. It's basically you get a box of eight 20-card themed decks, packs, aliens, ninjas, pirates, zombies, tricksters, wizards, robots, and dinosaurs with guns. Uh, You choose two decks randomly or uh, or with draft or however you want. Shuffle them together and battle with your opponent over bases. If zombies and pirates versus it's sorry, if zombies and pirates versus robots and dinos with guns isn't exciting enough for you, they're about to do a 700 expansion boxes or there are that many, I guess. Maybe you want a werewolf slash power ranger deck, a princesses slash killer plants deck, maybe a truckers slash anime girls deck. Uh Yes. Or maybe you just want to break the game with a cult of Cthulhu slash kitty cat deck. So far, you got John on all these. Nope, not the last one. Oh, well, shit. I don't want a Cthulhu kitty cat deck. I don't either. The Darkness Rises. Zero interest in either of those properties. Great. Uh, Well, it turns out you don't have to do them. Anyway, the possibilities technically aren't endless, but it's getting there. They produce expansions uh, more efficiently than I can produce bowel movements. Anyway, yours in this life and the next, the real Martha 89, he says. He or she says. 
yeah, I didn't realize this, but um, this isn't the first time I've heard this. I've, I keep hearing that Snap is basically Smash Up, and I don't know what that says. Maybe that's weird. Maybe that means that Second Dinner phoned it in. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe all games are iterative and basically their their mechanics on each other. Maybe we shouldn't have a problem with that. Maybe you do. I don't know. But how do you guys feel? Is it a problem that the that there might be a video game that's basically a board game that someone else already made? No, because much like if you want to support a corporation that doesn't do evil practices and now you can't uh, interact with any corporation, if you want to play a game that's wholly original and not iterative of anything that's come before, uh, you're not going to have a lot of video games you can play. Oh my so gosh. I, a, I think it's fine. That's a really good point. I think you. I think that's that is the point. Yeah. Well done. We're all standing on someone else's shoulders. I mean, like I'm here. looking at the cards from that game, and like it, it literally looks like the Mars attacks aliens for their their Martians. Like yeah. everybody's pulling from something. It's Everybody fine. is. You're right. All right. I'm gonna be. You know what? You win. You get a Jill. Jill. Well, congratulations. Jill. And uh, and and our listener gets a Barry. Barry. So good job, everybody involved. And the Real Martha 89 is not the only person to send us emails. Lots of you do. And if you want to be like them. Go to talktothecore at gmail.com to send your emails. You know how email works. You don't have to go there. Just put that address in, talktothecore at gmail.com. And if you're in the mood, join us on Patreon. There's lots of stuff going on over there. Uh, I put up a big bonus, big fat bonus uh, commentary track today from the uh, Games Fest uh, stuff. So there's audio of that up there as well. Um, plenty more to come, and we love it. So please head on over to patreon.com slash show and sign up today. All right. Oh, frogpants.com slash core is our website. You can find everything there. Uh, links to it all. All right. I think that's going to do it. Let's do some quick uh, bits of wisdom. We've had a lot of wisdom today, but let's have a little extra on the tail end here. John, you you start. Hey everybody. John here. Uh, boy, we had a lot of fun tonight. Uh, we talked about uh, all sorts of things. Money and corporations and poop. Um <laughs> That's it. That's it. We did. You know what? We did talk about those. Just a recap today. I have no words of wisdom. Just a recap of a couple of topics you got from Core today. Well done. Oh, and for uh, uh, for is it Dan who told me who told someone told me this? Can't remember. Oh, Bobby, if you're listening, we played V Rising, Shipbreaker, Card Shark, uh, Catalyst Black, and John unpacking boxes. Yep, me unpacking boxes. Actually, not nearly as many as I would have hoped. Yeah. It was it was a lesson in my, why I don't like social situations. We had people bring us pizza after we moved in. Yeah. Like we'd just gotten home to unpack, and they brought us pizza, which is a nice gesture. It's very nice. Very nice. But then they wanted to stay and hang out, and we got nothing unpacked. Mm, that happens. And yep. Uh, much like my in-laws staying over the weekend, I was not thrilled. <laughs> I understand completely. You had a job to do and you were being hindered in getting that job done. <laughs> yes. So there's some wisdom there. See, you did it. Wisdom. I did it. I got to it. Bo, later. Um, yeah, I got a few I got a few things. Go. One is the Cyberpunk Edge Runners anime by Studio Trigger. Got a trailer. Go watch it. It looks awesome. It does look awesome. I saw that too. Uh, yeah, the second thing is um, I wanted to take some time to thank Jeff Keeley for being an all-around great guy 
and providing all of us with a great summer festival of games. Oh. Without him, we wouldn't have it. So thank oh, you, man, Jeff. Almost I know didn't I, thank Jeff. I, I have to do words of wisdom. I know it's it's, it's a little gauche. Don't mean to put you on the spot, but you're a great guy and a fellow Canadian. Yeah. But thank you for just being a wonderful ambassador for video games. The word of wisdom, words of wisdom for you, Jeff, and for everyone is raise your. When you have to go number two, raise your hand too. <laughs> in any social, that just remember we that keep, means poo, yeah, not peace. Yeah. That means poo. We keep dropping um, these hints about what happened in the uh, Patreon pre-show, so uh, this is a good reason to get in there and check it because what Bo's talking about now is important stuff that we covered over there. So make sure you check it out. Sorry, Bo. Do you have anything else you want to tell? No, that's it. That's the words. All right. That's some pretty good words of wisdom. Thank you all for listening. Go play a game. Preferably be rising because it's awesome. And we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Our hunt begins again.